What is up, guys? Welcome into episode 30 of The Scope. I am your host, Crash, joined by my co-host to my right, your left, Buff Nerd, the flannel daddy today. What's up, man? How's it going, guys? Good to be here, as always. Heck yeah. And generally, generally this, this show is pretty crap. It's a pretty crappy show, but today is not that day. Nah. Because we have a special guest joining us today, uh, Blue the Robot. What's up, man? What's going on, guys? See you, Thanks for uh, you, Flannel Daddy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably going to stick. So I love enjoy it. that. Enjoy that. But yeah, uh, man, thanks so much for, for taking the time to join us. Um, yeah, dude, it's going to be fun. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to talk about video games. We have a lot of stuff to cover today, guys. Um, as you guys can see in the topics list, we're going to talk about Blue and what he's up to for a little while. Then we're going to hit COD next, take a look at the new map. We got to see with Modern Warfare 2. And then a uh, video I did earlier today um, that kind of just absolutely floored me when I listened to it was one of the EA uh, employees talked about what actually went wrong on like an engine level uh, from 2042. So we're going to check that out. And then in the quick shots, we have some business type stuff to get to uh, in the quick shots. And if everyone has time, if these guys have time and we have time, uh, we'll hit up some chat Q&A at the end. Um, if you are new to the show, if you're from Blues community, uh, welcome in. A couple things of how stuff works around here. Um, the ticker at the top is just silly. It's stupid. I put stupid shit on there. You can see that I'm a frame slope. We talked about that last week. So <laughs> that's that. Time. That's something. Um, but the chat is really the big deal on the screen. And why that is on the screen, it's not for the Russian sex bots that are probably going to get us and inundate us. Um, but it's so you guys can be part of the show. When people watch this back as a VOD over on the Scope channel, uh, we post the VOD. We also post a lot of clips and stuff we talk about. So if you want like a smaller digestible chunks of the show, uh, hit up the Scope channel over there and when people watch it back they see what you guys are saying because i want you guys to be part of the show that's why the chat's on the screen so we love chat it's always like that's been one of the biggest surprises for me for the show other than the amount of work and bullshit i have to do before a show goes live the chat's been awesome you guys have added so much to the conversation and uh i really appreciate it so yeah i'd like to start off easing into it with everybody's weekend so buff how was your weekend weekend was good pretty uh pretty relaxed you know nice and easy so nothing nothing special just hung out enjoyed right. one of those rare week weekends home again so that was good <laughs> nice how about you blue uh pretty sporadic i know so like saturday it was like so my son's four we went to his open house at his preschool so we got to talk to the teachers and stuff like that and then Sunday was pretty much just chill home. We watched the new Lightyear movie at home. Um, and then I also had, I actually had a um, Saturday night, I had a videography gig as well too at a, um, I used to do a lot of videography back in the day, um, like a club event pretty much with someone singing. So I had to get footage of that. Um, but then, yeah, Sunday we chilled. We watched Lightyear, the movie at home, hang out with the family. And uh, yeah, then Monday came up and took him to his first day of preschool. and. And I napped because I didn't know what to do with myself, you know, <laughs> being finally home alone. Nice, man. A lot of a lot of big life events right there. But yeah, mm -hmm. my, my weekend here was like still living in Kansas, dude, like the surface of the sun. So I just stayed inside. I did like a little bit of yard work in the evenings, but like it's almost dark and you go outside. It's still like 80 degrees. Um, oh, dude, I'm in Orlando, so I definitely get the heat for oof. sure. Yeah, probably worse than me. Uh, I'll send you some of the snow in the wintertime, though. That, that gets you excited. Be nice. Um, <laughs> uh, careful careful what you wish for on that deal. 
um so yeah i think uh we can dive right into stuff um i'm trying to think of anything else yeah i guess one more thing before we get started is for some reason this show is an audio podcast um the link to that is down in the description if you guys are into that um it's a, a red circle link from there you can kind of pick the platform of your choice we're on uh, several different ones so if you want something that's uh kind of crappy to listen to if you're out of all the good stuff and can't think of anything else we're there we're there for you um so yeah i guess i wanted to talk about blue and get a little background on you man um i know uh from poking around your pages and your socials and stuff that you're an army vet yeah yeah so uh army vet 91 bravo wheeled vehicle mechanic um at the time it was light wheeled vehicle mechanic now it's wheeled vehicle mechanic and then um i went in right after high school 17 uh in 2013 when i graduated high school so i graduated high school in uh may and in august i was in basic training um i didn't turn 18 till i was in basic which is fun so on my 18th birthday i got to shoot uh an m240 bravo m249 saw at4 i got one of my favorite mres that day i will always remember that day (laughs) um it's funny because i got like a chocolate uh like cake mre so i was like oh look my birthday cake (laughs) (laughs) um and then i did uh my ait in fort lee virginia so i got to experience one of the worst snowstorms ever so i never really experienced snow like that um up north and then i got stationed in germany for my first duty station as well too so that was uh fun yeah that's cool gotta travel i've never made it to europe i don't fit on airplanes the damn uh but yeah man thank <laughs> well, the you big for your international shit. ones you got big big seats so there you go there that's you what go. i need they need to use those uh uh domestically too for people like me um <laughs> but yeah man thank you for your service that's 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 super cool um yeah mechanic stuff it's it's i think it's pretty rare these days to have people that can like work with their hands and stuff like that that's super super valuable uh skill yeah to have. i wasn't even a uh a car guy or mechanically inclined at all before I became a mechanic. And now all I can do is think about like, if I see a car, I used to work on like when I got out, I got into the car scene here in Orlando. So I got, I had a nice 350 Z used to work on that a lot. So it was, it was fun. It was good skills for sure. Did you, did you do any mechanical work prior to joining or was it something you just, you got thrown into? Oh, wow. It's kind of thrown into. So, cause it was like, I originally, I wanted to become like something combat arms, you know, like 19, I wanted to become a, the calf scout for a little bit, um, or an M1 armor crewman. So like become, you know, be a crewman in the tank. Um, but, uh, parents, you know, I was 17, so they had the right to sign me off. So they were like, you're not doing anything combat arms. So, mechanic it was but i figured if i was going to do something i might as well do something that i can take out with me as well too so right that's cool yeah that's Mm -hmm. awesome so so when did uh when did video games become part of the mix like when did when did those become something that well gaming has been in my blood for a long time for sure i think uh what was it my first video game was miss pac-man my dad and like on the super nintendo um i remember playing that with him back when i was a kid and then um just growing up just just continue to play games on uh, game boy color you know all the fun stuff ps2 gamecube uh nintendo 64 um and then i guess if you're talking more about like video creating i started i tried my hand at it back in high school like during um like june and july before i got to the military 
um and i made like a quick youtube channel um and it was it was bad because i literally had my phone camera recording my tv screen wow for the first couple of videos so it was that and then um and then once the army came into play i was able to kind of actually save up some money got myself an elgato uh connected my xbox 360 for a little bit and then I had like a, a really cheap laptop that my parents got me for my graduation from AIT. So I used that as well too. Um, and I started playing games on the computer a little bit just through that laptop. And and then I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of like skipping a lot of chapters, but like fast forward to like 2016, I built my first computer with some guys so, uh, that helped me out in the army as well too. Um, and that's pretty much when it started taking off from there a little bit. I started like, I did like Twitch streams back then. But it was it was really tough to make content while also being in the military. Um so then it really after that it took off when I went when I was in college after the military and I saw a bunch of my people, they were streaming on Twitch and I knew about Twitch, but I didn't realize how big it, it could have gotten until I started uh playing it myself. So that's awesome. I think I think that's a really good lesson, is like because you, you started out and you didn't have the best equipment but at least you started, right? I feel like there's a lot of people mm -hmm. out there and I've heard from a lot of my friends and a lot of people like, I want to start making videos. I want to get into content, but I just, just I want to get a better camera first. It's like, dude, just, just fucking mm -hmm. make stuff. Just get out there and do it. That's really cool. That's like, I remember, I don't know if, I, if uh, Blue, if you know who Director is, he's, he's mainly a COD creator, but he's been around for a while, a couple million subs on YouTube. And he, he had a video like 2019 about, I think it was, it was titled something like the toolbox and it was basically exactly that like i can't do it yet because i need to wait till i get get the better computer get better recording software and like the, the the end the whole message of that was just start you need to start otherwise you just procrastinate it over and over and over and that's that's exactly, exactly what i did is like you yep. just gotta mm -hmm. do it and then progress from there it's like the hardest part is just getting going with whatever you have i mean heck even my first pc the only thing i bought myself was the case, the graphics card, and the power supply. Everything else was used from a couple of the military guys that just gave me some of their old equipment. And I just started making content from that. And then I used, I had a Razer headset for like from the Xbox 360 that also worked on the computer. And I used that microphone for the, the you know, setup. And then um, eventually I bought like a, you know, the, the blue snowball was my first mic. Mm -hmm. um, and I used, I had the laptop next to me and i had the the one monitor which is really just a tv screen um and yeah that's i mean i can show i can i have pictures of it like on my old instagram just like a wooden table from ikea laptop computer com tv or yeah tv screen and the blue snowball sitting on the desk and that was my and then like a, a free um office keyboard and office mouse from the army as well too oh wow so yeah so you were, you were like my first you were using what you had mm -hmm. for sure that's cool. I always love to hear those origin stories, like how people started, because some of them are pretty awesome. Like, there's, like you start with the laptop and the phone, and yeah, just get it done. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, man, uh, I have your channel pulled up on screen, and it looks like, uh, lately you've, uh, I mean, I before I even started YouTube, man, I was like following your stuff because, like many, I was very interested in the World War Three game. Um, so like, I mm -hmm. guess. I would just kind of leave it more open-ended. Like what, what games are you enjoying right now? And then we, we can get into them specifically. Uh, right now, uh, VR mainly. I've been getting heavy into VR gaming. 
Um, I just got done playing some VTOL VR yesterday, which is like a simulation of uh, aircraft and stuff like that. Um, not like one-to-one scale as like games like DCS, which a lot of you know, games uh, get compared to. Um, but I don't know, man. I've just been loving the the VR gaming craze lately, and it's it's uh, that one's the easy one because I could just put on my head. And just sit down on my chair and use the controllers as like the joysticks and stuff like that. And um, I've been playing a lot of uh, of those games lately. And then, uh, God, other than that, Dead Side, I've been playing a little bit more with the community. Every time I see them in the server, I'll hop into the the Discord and play with them as much as I can if I'm not busy. Um, and that's really like that's pretty much all I can think of right now. I know we played like the forest a little bit going back just to play in older games now because it seems like everything's just super dry lately like i was playing star wars republic commando just yesterday because i had nothing else to play i don't feel like feel like playing anything else um and i don't i haven't bought call of duty i of course i haven't i i never bought battlefield 2042 i did the uh smart man play pro trial for one month just to try it out and i was like all right obviously i'm not going to be playing this game <laughs> um and then like just like if i looked at my steam i mean like literally like oh and arma 3 of course yeah i can't I can't forget arma 3 i've been playing arma 3 a lot with a bunch of mods as well too nice so. oh that's really cool i'm a, oh yeah i definitely want to get into that um so i guess we could talk about uh those three main games one at a time um i guess we'll go into uh world war 3 a little bit um I know you're a partner creator for them. Um, that's been a game, oh man, that we've all been following and wanting to wanting to succeed. Uh, just, I guess, what are your yeah. thoughts on it right now? Like, where where are we at with this thing, and is it ever going to release an open beta? I mean, let's see. For the current state of World War Three, it's just radio silence right now from the devs. I mean, the most we'll get is, of course, like the those epic maintenance posts that everyone hates um, on Twitter. Um, and I mean, so like War 3 is such a double-edged sword because if I, I've literally been called a shill for still somewhat supporting the game, but at the same time, it's like, well, it's an indie game. It's a small team. So you can't compare these guys to people like EA because you can get mad at EA all you want because they're a huge team that you know, millions of dollars People spent so much money on that game and love that franchise. Whereas World War Three, it's such a small team still, you know. Uh, and they're and and I know they're trying their best. I know a lot of the devs oh, here. One of the devs now, Machina. Uh, now nah, I can't say. Now nah, I can't talk shit. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. Um, they can. They can. They can blacklist my channel. We're on my channel. So. <laughs> there you go. No, I, I, I think I've played a lot with the devs. I'm speaking a lot with the devs, the community managers about that time as well. So he runs like the 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 world war three uh reddit page and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and i and a lot of people say these games the man the worst comment i've seen a lot is um this game is a scam they've just taken our money and they're these you know these these are these developers are scammers. where i know that's not true these guys love working on the game i've seen the progress since 2019 or early 2018 all the way till now and progress has been made i don't know what's exactly happening why progress has feels like it's slowed down for us because i feel i feel like the devs know what's going on of course so they probably like oh man just wait till they see this but maybe they just can't say it so we're all kind of just like hands off the keyboard just kind of you know what i take this as time to get off the pc a little bit more 
focus on other life stuff, uh, play other games. You know, I'll cover other games as well, too. I think that my biggest worry is that if World War Three doesn't come out and it doesn't do great, my channel's going to die. But then I'll play other games and realize that's not the case. World War Three isn't going to make or break my channel. It's just another game out there. So regardless of what happens in the future, World War III, um, I'm still going to be covering it. I'm still going to be talking about it. I'm still going to be playing it with friends. Um, but at the same time, I do still feel like transparency is more needed as well, too. Um, I think especially nowadays, I mean, we've seen what happens when, when, when like Battlefield 2042 goes silent. Um, it's just gaming nowadays, especially with the term early access, gets very muddled with everything else. So people buy early, but a lot of people buy into, I'm not saying everyone, but a lot of people buy into early access games expecting a full game. For some reason, I don't get how that started. Um, or I mean, I, I, th I think I talked about it as well too in my other videos. I was like, people used to get paid to be game testers during alpha and beta stages, like like physical like offices and stuff like that. Where now it's just they put it on Steam early access, and now it's like free labor almost. So, um, I think people just need to realize when they buy into a closed beta or an early access, they need to know this game's still under development. And it could take a little bit longer than they are used to. I think people a lot of days their patience and uh, level is pretty low. I think, and honestly, I mean, look at like TikTok and look at YouTube Shorts. People are watching thirty seconds, they get bored, move on to the next thing. Same thing with right. gaming nowadays. Yep. Yeah, I agree. And it's like with World War Three, and I think I think you kind of you touched on something that I think is a little bit of the issue. It's that impatience because, and you also said the gaming is dry, right? And this is a game mm -hmm. that has, and we've always said this has so much potential. If if the someone asks me like, hey, hey, Crash, what do you want to see when it comes to like uh, customization and stuff? I'm like, World War Three did it. It's doing it perfect. Mm -hmm. Like where you can change everything on your soldier uh, down to different gloves and boots. I absolutely love that with the different factions, flags. They have all mm -hmm. the countries, and the weapon customization is on point. It's not like ridiculously uh too much it's not, like kind it's of Tarkov not, uh, is. i know you play a lot of rainbow six it's not rainbow six level where it's just like crazy looking cosmetics no right know? yeah yeah or it's grounded like, in a little like, bit more immersive yeah, yeah you know i still i still kind of play rainbow six for the competitiveness definitely not the immersion and i feel like this is a game that could do both and that would be super super cool it's a um, good balance I know it is a good balance i know that that was their main focus is having that balance of like realistic but actual good gameplay as well too yeah, there's a there's a really fine balance for there to find for a lot of people, and there's not really a a game. I mean, Insurgency does a pretty good job, I feel like, of being like quite yeah, but not on that massive scale. Right, right, yeah. true. And the, I, I mean, see, they just I blue. I see. I see. You like you did some ISMC stuff also. So like Insurgency at a core does a good job, but like ISMC takes it to that next level, which is and I feel ISMC is more like comparable. Three kind of does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. And then the other thing that I think is um, the maps are really good and the graphics are really good too. It's just an easy game to get immersed into. Um, I honestly feel like the backpack system is better than the plus system um, in Battlefield 2042. I think that, and I, I agree with yeah. that for sure. Yeah. So, I, so I think, I think a if lot anyone of it, can, I think if, if we can all come to agreement, I think the backpack system in World War Three is better than that. 2042. Yeah, yeah I would, I'd put my stamp on that. Um, so yeah, I think I think a lot of the the tension comes from people just wanting to know what's going on because people 
want to play this game and i i get the trepidation too because um this is a game that i played in 2018 when it released too and there's just mm -hmm. not much more there they've done the small and scurry work we've seen um yeah but the, even then that's like just it's the same map we've been been playing yeah since then so it's like i wish more would come out but then also you look at the trailer again um and you see you know the korean dmz you see japan um and uh and, and all that and then also like yeah like we said like a, more game modes as well too is uh -huh. is definitely needed you know we can only play so much of team deathmatch or attack ops where like something more like rush which is which was a game mode in the old build called breakthrough which was like uh -huh. their version of rush which i got to play like one round of when i got like a full server one time because it was like on a oceanic server but i mean i got to play it and it was like they just took they took Smolensk and then basically made like a one lane system and people were fighting, you know, back and forth and defending the the point to blow it up and everything. And it was it was so good. And I was like, I know it's coming to the game. There's been leaks of data mine files as well, too. So we know there's different icons for different game modes. We've seen, you know, we've seen we've seen things already that we know it's already in the game files. It just hasn't been put out yet. Yeah. And if I mean, if they if they take um all these mechanics they have and also make it small like and i i really like uh, the competitiveness of siege so if you do like a 4v4 or 5v5 like diffuse or like bomb S &D mode type yeah, yeah if you do an S &D right. mode in this game i am so in dude like it would have everything that i want to play like i could and no matter what you play right like something like um like uh like a extraction game mode which it kind of did i don't know how much i can talk about this i mean I never signed an NDA for the recon mode, and I think everyone knows what recon mode is. And it was like their version of like a battle royale, but it wasn't really a battle royale because you came in. I think you came in with your own loadout. I could be wrong about this, but then there was like certain sections of the map would start closing in, or like you know, like it wasn't just like one big circle and everyone comes in the middle. You pick up random stuff. There was like even vehicles were a part of it. I think still oh, too. So deep. imagine you know, like you have to like find, pick up weapons, and mm -hmm. shoot the tank and stuff like that. So or PTR or whatever it was. So. It's, uh, all of it's there it's ready right. i think but it's just not we don't know what's happening that's that's we're in, left in the dark and i think that, that that pisses off a lot of gamers is being left in the dark especially for like an indie title project yeah there must there must be something going on because i i feel like transparency would would catch a lot of leeway because i feel like a lot of people understand that this is an indie developer they don't have all the funds mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff going going on over in eu too like economically and everything going on with russia yeah, and all and that that's stuff the thing, my games everyone's like my dot games is uh someone said don't trust my dot games and stuff like that but it's like they're also a russian company and i don't know how much effects everything is but i'm pretty yeah. sure it might have some effects on what's happening in all the, and were there, know, the rubles yeah, and stuff like that i would I definitely know, so. definitely think so yeah and there's not yeah. and it's if it's something that they're not talking about it could it could be something like that so i mm -hmm. i don't know i just i yeah, hope, it could be a reason why yeah right it i just want to see it come out like watching these trailers and stuff <laughs> gets me excited because i i yeah, really enjoyed I it the time, time i, I played back at it yeah it's just like oh come on because yeah every time i played it i have fun but i've also like it's a fun I'm, game when it works too yeah i know recently they had some issues with some servers and people not getting into certain game modes and i know that's always been a big issue since like 2018 is like server issues so yeah that was you know, one of the bummers like, for know. me that All was right. one of the bummers for me when i got the closed beta i was seeing like the same connectivity issues that i was in 2018 i was like 
but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but again i'm an, i'm an idiot and i'm uh really ignorant to what all goes into making a multiplayer shooter and it's probably way and that's more the thing too than... yeah yeah because like you look at um you know what was it i was actually talking to one of the uh chernobylite devs and they're the same company farm 51 but it's a single player game so the the bringing in a multiplayer aspect for any game is such a big hassle i feel like even more so yeah and it connects people from all over the world i think so and it makes sense like people starting out or like uh the road to vostok developer um he's doing he's uh, a one-man guy too yeah but he's doing single player i'm guessing to not have to mess with all the multiplayer stuff no it's single player for now right and he he does plan on bringing that into multiplayer too that's another game i'm excited for as well yeah, me too. I'm excited for it, but again, I'm everything is all early access. Everything I play is either in beta, alpha, or early access, and I can only play those games <laughs> so much. I need, I just need one game that's just a full game right off the bat, and I think that's why a lot of people are excited for Modern Warfare 2, hopefully, because I just need one game just so I can just bury my time into. Yeah, if if it's up to me, give me World War 3 with all that customization. Give me the large modes. Give me the small competitive <laughs> exactly. mode. And, and that uh, would be my main about, game, 100. percent Yeah. About about four more maps, and that's what I'm playing. So it, mm-hmm. What's cool? What's cool about having the ability to have the multiple modes is whether I just want to chill on a large like like conquest type game mode, or if I want to sweat it out with my buddies in like S and D. You're still that same character, and you're still like making progress and unlocking cosmetics. So there's almost like a RPG element to it of of mm-hmm. progressing your character and stuff, and that adds a and ton there's of no pay to win. There's no pay to win. We mm-hmm. we were in that Q and A um, a couple months ago or something like that, maybe like two three months ago. And of course, the biggest thing is like, is this is gonna be pay to win. No, none of it's gonna be pay to win. It's just only that you're gonna be paying for is the cosmetics and the blueprints. Uh, people were saying that might be you know pay to win, but at the same time, like I use one of the the AK-15 blueprint, and sure, it's the gun itself, but I can't customize it. I gotta just play it the way it is. Until I actually lock level up to unlock it and then even start unlocking those cosmetics too. So Yeah, that makes sense. So you're locked in. You can't build you can't get a blueprint and then have everything unlocked so you can build like a meta rifle because you saw things. Exactly. Exactly. Because I I, I know Modern Warfare did blueprints too, but I and again I never played Modern Warfare, so I don't know how those blueprints worked in that game. It was similar, wasn't it, Buff? It was yeah, it was I mean you if you bought the blueprint uh it was the same thing yeah you were locked with those attachments until you leveled up and got the gun and leveled it up to unlock them with the base weapon first so yeah you were locked in with whatever you got with the blueprints okay yeah that's what i thought too i I think that's a pretty good system and in like today's market Mm -hmm. i think that's probably as good as we're gonna get but (laughs) as far as like microtransactions go with everything but yeah we're we're just all hopeful for World War Three, and I would love it if they would be able to communicate more because that's one thing you have to say about like Road to Vostok, even though it's early access and one person, the communication and like him meeting the mm-hmm. deadlines has been spectacular. Exactly. Showing the, the behind I think the that's actually, stuff. Right. Dude, same thing. I think that's why I'm kind of getting behind Dead Side a little bit more now too. It's because they're hitting their, their they have a roadmap. You know, World War Three doesn't even. Have, World War Three used to have a roadmap back in the day, um. But you know that that roadmap is pretty much like not even uh, feasible anymore. I don't think it it, it's, it it even matters. Well, I guess 
I guess we could get back into dead side, but yeah, the last thing I wanted to say about World War Three, and if you guys have anything to add, definitely hop in. But um, mm -hmm. I was gonna say it it is a bummer. I wish at the very least they could mention what's going on with the open beta because it was supposed to come out in March and it didn't, and they just said it was gonna be delayed, and then it's nothing. Cool. And the whole thing was the 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 tease that we got of like the pre open beta patch. Yeah, you know. And you don't, I feel like you don't release something that name, that title, unless it's around <laughs> yeah. the corner, you know? And that was like early June, maybe, I think it was. Yeah. The, the one thing, the one thing with out. World War Three though, is like, it's a smaller, it's a smaller indie studio, obviously, and it's in early access. I mean, they can play the long game with this. Like if this game just went up completely off the radar for, for like, even, you know, God forbid, like a year or two. And they did a bunch of stuff in the back end and relaunched it. I mean, I, this is a game that I think like has piqued my interest since the ver the original trailer back when they they rushed that launch to to get ahead of Battlefield Five at the time. So like, no matter mm -hmm. what this game does, um, I'm always gonna be interested. I mean, this is this is this is the game that made me want to get a PC to play a PC game, and I think what was that 2018? So. Like this is one of the main this is one of the main games that got me finally to like turn the corner into content creation also just because I was like this is the perfect game I want to play I want to get World War three and you know by the time I finally got it the servers were dead unfortunately yeah. I was able to play a little bit and then um I was invited to the partner program also but yeah I just had too much going on I couldn't do it um but yeah I mean it definitely is a bummer to see the fact that we just haven't had that many that much communication but also i mean blue you said it you said it pretty well it, they are a small studio and if there's not like i feel like the number one rule is if there's not something done or big to show you just don't say anything until it's time to actually because you can talk about what the plan is all day long but if they just come out and say and show exactly what we're about to get eventually i feel like that would yeah. regardless of how long it takes would would everyone would still come back because this game just it, is, yeah. is that game that has the potential i think they're just trying to keep all their cards closer to their chest too yeah. they don't want a repeat of what happened back then so mm -hmm. exactly. don't say anything until we know something for sure is ready yeah um yeah um i think I'm, I'm the same boat with a lot of people i again there's people that just won't play it because of this and you know what that that's that's up to them if they don't want to play it anymore and um but well, who knows what's going to happen in the future? I don't know if it's going to be, you know, the same. If, if people are saying this is their last chance, and I don't think that's the case, I don't think so. Um, maybe would they have lost on a couple more players, you know, a couple more thousand, maybe? But who, who know? Again, I'm not a future, you know, uh, seer, time, you know, time traveler. I can, yeah. can't, you know, see what's happening then. So it's just if they do decide to hold off for another year, you know what? There's other games that there's coming out i'll play those instead you know and i'll just whenever this game comes out it comes out at this point because i used to i used to hold it again because i thought it was like my channel was dependent on it now realizing that's not i feel like i can i can calm down and be like you know what it's fine i will wait and um you know and, and i said in one of my videos i was like you know i'm not gonna cover it um uh until they come up with something new and it, it's kind of true i mean something if something big happens yeah of course i'm gonna cover it regardless but i'm not gonna sit there and cover every single little mm, update because right. it's just not worth it in my opinion so and the good thing yeah. is especially for for you is you know within that time you've had 
um, things like like uh, Ground Branch. You know, you still have ISMC. You have all the other games that you do on your channel, which are games that I like. Need to upgrade my rig to to, to probably <laughs> probably play. But the good and I feel like a lot of those games, you know, Armor Three obviously have, but um, Ground Branch. What have you? So what are some of the other ones? I I know I, I think played uh, Ready or Not recently or not. too. Yeah, and Ready like or those, Not has a pretty good modding scene as well too. Yeah, I was watching. I was watching some of your modded. I think it was Ready or Not when you were running like an AS Val and stuff, and, and like exactly the modding for that. I mean those games mm -hmm. look amazing and that's the good thing about pcs is you can get the modded um modded weapons yeah. and it, like and for, it, oh, i play it looks great yeah and like ismc is a prime example i love that on pc because of the, all the customization and unfortunately it's on console i love playing it on console but we don't have the access to that so that's a good thing i guess think with like pc where you're at is there's so many more options because there's endless customization and moddings out there as well. And you have all these games that kind of still fit in your wheelhouse where World War Three was also. Yeah, yeah. And then again, there's there's games like, okay, if, if, we, if we start like maybe like segueing to Deadside now, I never thought would do good on my channel. Um, but for some reason, when I posted a Deadside video like a couple months ago, I hit like 13,000 views. And I was very shocked to see that. But I guess... Deadside is another game where it's an early access game, but it also yeah. has like a dedicated community and very, very like there are going to be those, those, those Chad guys that just like, you know, tear you down if you don't play the game. Right. But from what I've seen on, um, on Reddit and, uh, and like the different communities on that side, it seems like everyone's very open to like new players coming in and, and trying to learn the game as well too. So it's nice to see that, especially in a game that's somewhat similar to like Daisy and Tarkov and Russ, where like some of those games have like no toxic communities, mm -hmm. especially like you know Rust and stuff like that. So it's nice to see that, especially from an open world survival game. Yeah, How I'm long has to... that been in in early access? By the way, 2020. Really? Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, played the game it looks then. great. Did you really? Yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, checking it runs out on, on my other monitor. Unreal Engine Four. Oh wow! I'm trying mm -hmm. to get I'm trying to get my buddies to get back into it. We've been playing like a lot of Tarkov, and I because we we all played it together uh, back when it was like first released. And I, I'm trying to get him to play it again because I I want to see like what's all changed and stuff with it. You can do first person servers, can't you? You can do first person only, third person only, first and third person, so you can switch back and oh, forth. Wow. Um, that's, that's cool. And uh, since 2020, there has been a pretty good amount of updates. I think I counted, like, I went back and, like, counted every single, like, major update. There's been, like, 12 pretty major updates since 2020 with, like, a couple little hot fixes in between. Um, and they're they're just continuing to, like, it's not as fast as some people might want, but it's steady progress on and the I'm, game. I'm sure it's, like, good, it's good updates, too, right? It's not just throwing yeah. filler stuff out there that, you know, potentially... To break the game, the game stuff backwards. Like that. yeah yeah exactly. so like that's why a lot of people were like you know where the the biggest uh people thing that a lot of people are hoping for is uh vehicles eventually put into the game but yeah, at the same time they they have to get all the back end stuff first because games like daisy put in vehicles back in the day way too early and they were just very buggy they would mm -hmm. just fly all over the place and that's what they're hoping not to do i i assume they've made the so, map I think quite a bit like, bigger haven't they a good amount, yeah. Um, I think it was God, what was it? Two hundred fifty kilometers, I think, in the game. Wow. Around that, possibly. Eesh. Might be 
more or less, but um uh, oh um sorry someone's about to someone's walking in. All good. Um so I'm playing uh your your video on screen right now. I hope that's all right. Um that's fine. <laughs> Uh yeah, Blue's channel is in the description, guys. Definitely go copy uh, copyright him strike him. Yeah, he's uh. gonna DMCA my channel. <laughs> um, so yeah, but definitely give him a follow. Uh, in the podcast notes and everywhere, we'll have his channel to go check him out. Did you color grade this footage? Did, like, did you change the colors at all? I did. I did. I do. Okay. I do color grade a lot of my stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. It seemed. It Actually, seemed like all a... my videos, I color grade it. Yeah. It's just. It, it's the. It's like the 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 small amount of work to separate you from like ninety nine percent of other creators is to color correct. Add it maybe a bit more sharpening, you know, just yeah. just to make no, it man. seem, you know, yeah. When I did when I did video work too, color grading was my favorite. Um, that's why um, that's what I did for uh, some other production houses. I kind of like subbed out the color grading, like they'd send it to me, and like I studied color mm-hmm. theory. It's super cool because like it's something Dude, that so, you don't uh, think about. It's funny, well, because uh, so I forgot to say I went to film school after I left the military. So oh, wow. I started first like game design for a little bit and then I switched over to film school and then video video editing was like I wanted to become a film editor for a while. So anything along with that was always my my go to. That's why I love sitting down behind the timeline and stuff like that and working. I think I, I can relate to that. I think I'm pretty similar. I didn't go to school. I self taught everything, but yeah, I loved I mean, most, I like- yeah, a lot of it's definitely from YouTube for sure. I think most of my <laughs> knowledge is more from YouTube than actual school time. Yep. But color grading is like a like a a layer of storytelling that a lot of people don't know. And you can do a lot of stuff. You can take just normal footage and and completely change the mood and the feel of it and Exactly. Yeah, yeah cause like without the color grading, like like that looking at that video, it, it's like a bit it's a it's kind of grayish. Yeah, if it's like the standard is like kind of like Tarkov, right? Like pretty, pretty desaturated, pretty gray and more realistic gray. almost. Yeah, yeah, I guess. See, like this is all new. Like this whole drop thing, this whole part of the map I'd never seen when I played. Uh, the inventory looks mm-hmm. new too. Completely new. Yeah, so now they just recently introduced a bunch of like you can uh, put guns with attachments in your inventory and in your stash. Um, where that wasn't a thing, you had to like separate each attachment and then that will take each oh, slot. Wow. So now it's a lot better to store oh, stuff. Um, they increased uh storage boxes for your base. They um what else? They introduced one of the biggest things, like the re like a workbench now. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I wanna I wanna try and, it again. Uh, yeah. A workbench and right now all you can do is like skin items, but there is an option for repair and disassemble. And then uh, I was actually talking to a little. Well, well first I was watching uh, another main content creator for Dead Side called Loaf. He's like the main guy uh, for Dead Side, pretty much. And um, he is now a game dev as well, too. He, oh, wow. he was like content creator turned game dev. Like he learned how to game dev for this game, I think. And uh, he works on like a bunch of like weapon recoil and stuff like that. And uh, his Q and A was like, I'm thinking. Uh, I think weapon degradation is coming into the game. So it's a bit more of an interesting game loop. So instead of just picking up the best gun and just always using it forever, eventually you're going to have to like repair your gun or it'll start degrading down the line and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. And this game has VoIP, right? It has proximity chat. It does have proximity chat. Yeah, yep. it had it, awesome. had it had proximity chat way before Tarkov did. I remember that because I remember <laughs> getting into Tarkov and being like, why can't I talk to people? Because there were some hilarious moments in this game. I remember when you just spawn in and you're naked running across and you 
hear somebody coming close and you try to like tell them not to kill you because you don't have anything yeah it's like man i'm, I'm new i'm new <laughs> <laughs> and you still get shot in the head yeah and you still most get likely, shot, yeah. that's most me likely. and tarkov when or they people like, don't realize they're talking to like a ai <laughs> oh, dude. don't get shot like man that guy didn't say anything he's such a you know <laughs> don't don't get me started on tarkov boyp and scab karma getting betrayed oh my god dude oh. <laughs> but yeah no it's cool i like all this stuff i'm seeing is new like the bases like you're sniping the guys out of the tower sorry podcast listener but you yeah that's a <laughs> that's a new they got they added a new military base down south it was a couple updates ago but i mean for people who haven't played since 2020 the game has changed a lot for sure they've added airdrops heli crashes um uh different mission areas different towns um they've added what else have they added uh different weapons of course um different armor different headgear heck i mean like different medical supplies i have to believe uh crafting systems is different the base building system is completely different now too so yeah, it's since 2020, it's definitely changed. Yeah, I might, and, I might hop yeah. in your server and try to chase you down. Um, <laughs> yeah, so like we we also got a server up too. That's kind of like I I try to keep it more of like a casual uh server because there definitely are just PvP only servers. If you just want to just go and kill everyone, but like for me, I like I like having like stories being told. Yeah. Um, and I like I like doing RP stuff too. So it's like a mix between RP and PvP. Mm-hmm. So like it's kind of more like DayZ where like. I know Daisy servers have like certain RP where it's like you can like rob somebody or you have like the cannibal crew running around just eating people and stuff like that. It's just <laughs> you know, so it's just like it's kind of like that where instead of like just getting sniped from across the map, um, that's you can't KOS on a server, so it's kind of like you have to like go up and like interact. But if you're at a mission area, um, it's right. all hands on deck. You shoot whoever you want. That's right. The I was going to say, I guess, is the base building the same where you have to, like, wear a mouse button out to chop trees and then craft the timbers and all that? So, yeah, so it used to be, yeah, you had to, like, make wood planks, wood, like, you know, you take the tree logs, make the tree logs into, you know, wood planks, make the wood planks into wood, like, scaffolding, whatever. Now it's it's just wood logs make everything. So. Oh, sweet. It's still a bit of, cho- it's, it's still a bit of chopping down trees. Um <laughs> But you don't have to be chopping down so many trees just to make up like two things. I guess I guess I can tell my story. Yeah. So what I would do is like is when we started having to work from home, right? So like mm-hmm. my gaming PC is here and my work computer is here. So I would literally be doing work over here with this hand and then just up next to a tree clicking the mouse button, not even looking at the screen, like <laughs> cutting trees down. Dude, like and I'll be honest, a, a lot of people use auto clickers for that. I yeah, don't, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that or not. It's whatever. It's fine. It's just it's literally just for chopping down trees. Yeah, if you're just chopping trees, like whatever. Because I literally would just sit here and I would be watching videos or doing something else, and I would just be clicking my mouse. Like I have like my mouse up in my hand. I was just chopping trees all the time. This <laughs> one, <laughs> and then I built this massive base, and I was all amped about it. And then two days later, yeah, they wiped I, it. Yeah, oh, and that's the thing too. So like on our server too, usually like the default is like seven days, and your base gets wiped. So if you don't log in for seven days, it's gone. And I think that's a bit too short. So I, you, the max I can bump it up to is 15. So because you know, I, people I, might go on a vacation or something like that, come back and the base could still be there or could be raided if you uh, drop the rate. So, well, so the thing also, there's there's base rating too. And it's not like you can't just leave and your base is gone. Actually, the only way for your base to be gone is if you die 
and there's a certain chance that like a, a ray token drops on your body. So once they pick that up, it marks on the map for like everyone in a red circle. There's a raid happening in this circle or about oh, to for like, and then like the timer can be for like an hour. I think you could change it, but at default, it's like one hour. The circle stays up. Oh my gosh. All right. Mm -hmm. And then, and yeah. then that's when you use, and then you got to craft explosives, you know, and you got to set the, you got to put them on the walls. And the, and the cool thing too, is that it doesn't destroy the entire structure. It destroys the walls, floors, and doors. So your scaffolding stays up. Oh, that's cool. So you don't have to read all that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you don't have to rebuild everything, which is nice. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I need to download and just see what's up. It'll be interesting where I've been playing a lot more Tarkov just to see what it's like to go back. Hmm side it might be yeah there's definitely still a lot of things i wish come came to the game i wish uh i so like i recently talked to some guys that are really heavy into dead side and i was talking about like mods as well too and while mods aren't top priority it's not off the list either mm -hmm. so if mods do eventually come to this game and i think not if it's more when um i think this game could start kicking taking over a couple other games for sure because I think I'm just tired of zombies, in my opinion. Yeah, it's been done. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't know before. Not, we... I like extraction. Yeah, it's a cool game. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to redownload it. We should get it. We should get in there, buff. <laughs> if it'll run on my computer, I have to ask though, Blue. Is that is that a mm -hmm. Mosin with a hammer sight on it that you're running in this video? The the this video. I think it's no the mo. Is it a Mozo for Hammer site? I think it was. I think it was. Oh, God. I think it is. Yeah, that's Wait, interesting. Just, just I, I think, I guess, super I think chat, I, I love now, it. Now it is, though. I think it's, uh, I think you can only run the PU scope on it now. I don't think you can run the Hammer site on it, on it anymore. I think it that's, is. That's interesting. That's legendary. That's, that's funny. But it, it's cool, too, because eventually that Hammer scope will have um, uh, a red dot attached to it on top because they have the model in the game. They just have to figure out Oh, it didn't have it the there inventory. here. Yeah, it doesn't have oh, okay. an actual uh red dot on top. It just has like the the the, the holder hold. for it. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. So, dude, that's the worst in Tarkov. I would think I'd like have my hammer. I'm like, here I go, and then just like, there's no. I don't. I didn't put the the delta point in it, and I'm just like, oh yeah. god. I yeah, yeah. it's funny because on this game it's called a D point, but he has the delta point. That's, yeah. yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah, it's I've funny. Got, all I, the all the guns in this is like the SVD is called a VSD. Or like uh, the UMP, the UMP forty five is a UMR forty five or something That's like that. Awesome. Just, you know, I, I love that Tarkov does that too with like the weird names, like the Slickers Bar and the Tarcola, the, yeah, and the yeah. Bayploy magazines, and yeah. I, I love that stuff. It's funny; it makes you laugh. But yeah, I want to, I want to try it out. I've done that same thing, Buff. You go into Tarkov and you're like, yeah, you go into the options and check the keybind. You're like, how do I switch sites? It's not working. You don't realize I did that. And like it's I, put, I would put it on like a really nice like AKM or something that I built that was like super expensive, <laughs> and I am like, here we go, just we're gonna run the Delta for a CQ, and then I don't have a Delta. Yeah, they got some. They got some custom uh, weapon customization now. They have like uh, muzzle brakes and like different levels of muzzle brakes as well too. They have um, magazines where uh, a buddy of mine thought like oh if i pick up a magazine does it hold rounds like no it's just an extended magazine okay so it holds like instead of 30 rounds now it's 40 rounds um nice. and then they have flashlights of course you can add on top or on the rail that's awesome 
Mm-hmm. But they got some customization. It's like a, again, it's like a, it's a, it's a survival game, but it's not really a survival game either because they also they have a a food and drink system. Uh-huh. And it's funny how you see how I'm more like talking about Dead Side compared to World War Three because. <laughs> There's, there's, just more so much more. there's more going yeah, on. There's more going on. Yeah, there's more going on for sure, man. Like we have the weapon recoil update coming out soon. Like, That's but funny. um, they have they have a health and like they have a health system. They have a food and water system, and by that I mean it's just like canned food and sodas. They don't even have water in the game. It's just like sodas. Um. And it's very basic. It's just if you're hungry, you eat. If you're thirsty, you drink, and that's it. There's no like. It's not like games where like Daisy, you gotta you know transfer blood into somebody if you transfer the wrong blood type they can die you know or if it's like scum where you gotta do three different things just to make one bandage you know like and that's how you see i see i have i have rags i have alcohol i can combine them make sterilized rags easy yeah it it, it, i did like Mm -hmm. that it was a lot more straightforward it wasn't near as complicated so i feel like it's a lot more accessible where you could just kind of get into and start playing figure it out as you go yeah I'll have to Google everything to figure out what the hell you're doing. So, no, I want to make sure watch a diet more. Like, so scum is so just like now they're going to add, like, you can overdose on vitamins and shit like that. Like, come on, uh, man. Like, I'm not, it's not, that's not for me. The game is not for me. Too I much vitamin, gonna... vitamin D3. Just, yeah. <laughs> liver starts to shut down. They're going to, yeah, they're going to add that to Tarkov. Like, I think they're doing that to Tarkov where you can start to get addicted to the injectors and like have to buy them to make the trimmers go away. Like get addicted to them. <laughs> so yeah, it's interesting. I think there's definitely a place for something that's a little more accessible, but still gives you that, that gameplay loop and excitement. And I, I'm really going to lean on the boys to re-download this and try it again. Got me excited about it. Mm-hmm. Dude, man, they just, I was just showcasing that video. They up, uh, on the screen, they, they upload, they updated, uh, pistol animations so like it just seems a lot more crisp and and you can it feels like the weapon has weight to it yeah. especially when you like when you release a slide and stuff like that that's cool it looked mm. good too yeah it looks cool mm-hmm. but anyway oh uh, before did you want to talk about arma too much uh before we move into kind of like the news stuff uh like what- not, i mean i'm some good i know just playing a lot with um on uh, karma cut has his uh like private server kind of things that he's been trying a bunch of different mods that makes it Love that. a lot more realistic a bit like i can go like and like a bunch of mods add just a bunch of different um it's like it basically it's like a larper's dream in armor 3 on his private server so i can you know wear whatever i want put whatever i want on my sites my scope whatever w- within reason like it's like a, a different certain like unit sop but like, game, like Armor Three doesn't have something as simple as like high ready. So like the mm. Armor Three does something does open scale warfare really well. But when it comes to CQB, it doesn't. So he made it to where it, CQB is a lot more enjoyable now, where I can actually like high ready, low ready. I can um, just a bunch of different little, just a little tweaks and stuff like that. If I want to like something as like Ear Pro or something like that, I can like. If if you take off the ear pro, the ear pro now sits on the helmet, you know. Oh, so that's like, awesome. that wasn't a thing. Just something, little things like that, you know. Are the high ready and low ready? Is that is does it automatically happen when you're in those situations, or do you need to? Manually yeah, you can trigger? you can have it like automatically do it. So like if you okay. like if your weapons point at somebody, it it ought to go it, it'll go up, or you can okay. manually do it as well too. That's neat. Mm-hmm. Talk about attention to detail right there. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, I mean, 
that 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 community is just like surrounded right. by former vets yeah. and special forces guys and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. So. It's gotta be perfect. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That that would be intimidating. Um <laughs> with those guys. Um that's pretty cool though. Yeah, I Arma like and then if I'm right, Arma three like Reforger is kind of like the precursor to the next like main platform they're gonna come out with, right? I think like, so, man. I like yeah. so people shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they Just, did. I you know, like Big Fry's dude, video dude. where he's like, they have to pay this for the game, and then you have to build the game. Like I remember. Yeah, it's it's not about a game, that, it's a platform. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I guess I don't know. They try to make it more console friendly. I guess. Well, that kind of screw them over. Never tried Arma. I should. If I'm if I'm doing, you played a little squad though, so yeah, squad. I haven't played Arma. It's like squad with way more keybinds. Right. (laughs) Oh, good. That's just what I need. Super super easy. Yeah, my my stupid ass sausage fingers on a keyboard. That's what I need. More keybinds. Uh huh. You wanna you wanna bring bring up? You wanna turn on a simple weapon light? You gotta press this button. You wanna change it to. uh ir laser you gotta press three buttons at one time you know Jeez. just you know just little things you know oh boy uh i'm good open up a radio <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very it's very specific for sure but again if you if you know how to play and you actually get into it and you start and so the mods is what make the game and i feel like the mods right. just make any game yeah exactly like ismc for sandstorm i I could play. I could play that forever and probably be very happy with it. So it just yeah, because yeah, Vanilla Sandstorm, I just can't play anymore. It's I it's think, hard. It's hard for sure. What what you keep saying with that is really interesting. We're definitely going to talk about that in our third story when we talk about the EA developer because that was something that he really said was like user generated. And we're going to talk about Halo Forge uh, towards the end. It's like user generated yeah. content is is the future. Yeah. So yeah. Man, that was awesome. I appreciate you taking the time to do that. And yeah, I guess we'll kind of get into some of the new stuff now. That was awesome. You got me all amped up about this. Um, <laughs> so I need to update my PC now. Start so, getting into it. Yep. Man, when this show takes off and it's a multi, multi-billion dollar production, you have all the pieces. Don't worry there you about go. it. This show stinks. All right. So the next thing <laughs> I wanted to talk about is getting into the new stuff a little bit. Um, Yeah, so on... Sunday, I believe during COD Champs, they came out with some new information for Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare 2. Um, the main thing that we got to see was actually a map level. And if you've been following the show, if you've been following Buffs or my channel, uh, it might look familiar to you because this somehow, I don't know how the fuck it happens, but this was data mined from a Warzone Alpha mobile game so we've already kind of seen screenshots of this but we do get to see some like up close uh stuff of it we also learned about call of duty next so that's september 15th is the big date where we're supposed to get all the information definitely keeping an eye out for dmz stuff uh during that time um which we've already seen the menus and stuff too um but yeah and then i guess the beta dates we have too um i have those pulled up but i guess talk about we could talk about what's on the screen first what buff what do you think of the map stuff we got to see yeah, I mean, it's like it's exactly what we talked about. A, what was it? Maybe a month ago at this point. It's yeah. everything we yeah. It's everything we heard leaked from from Ralph also, and and probably Tom, and then um, reality. I mean, data mind everything. So I mean, it, it's exactly what I think you and I discussed. But it, it's cool to see it. 
uh, for sure, and to see the racetrack, and it sounded like maybe you can actually get on the racetrack and get hit by a, a car from what they were discussing, which <laughs> yeah. would be interesting. It's definitely a firefight during a, a race. Yeah, man, it's gonna. It, I think it would be cool if you could do that because it would, it just it adds. It's a dynamic map. It adds it adds more substance to to the match, you know, and it, it, I probably more immersion also. So I, I'm curious. Um, what the other maps are, and they're going to be doing anything similar to this. Um, but I mean, it looks good. We can get much to see. I'm definitely looking forward to like seeing more for sure. But for what we saw, pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was cool to see it in like high res and not like a grainy mm-hmm. data mined image. Like we yeah, got to see like it. high res and got to see it in motion. The main thing I got from this, you can't really see much. Like you can't really see the map layout or anything. The podcaster can't see shit. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Like the, I thought, the, I thought the colors and, and lighting were was actually pretty cool. Like I talked about this a little bit in my video. It was like I like the color because mm-hmm. it's it's colorful, but it's not cartoony. Like it's still like right, kind right. of dark and stuff, but it's not just all like mud. And the, and yeah, and the textures looked. And, I noticed the textures looked you know much improved from Modern Warfare 2019 also, which which is cool everything everything look the textures is, like, if you look at the floors the walls all the surfaces looked really really s- smooth and sleek sit down and actually watch that video <clears throat> but yeah, yeah let's it looks, see it looks good we'll have to see what it looks like when it when it comes out though and played it on a console and i guess it's going to be on last gen again which i get it i get it why but like i just i'm hoping sometime it holds can, it back man every yeah. time that they, they do yeah. i mean that's what they did a, 2042 i feel like it held it back mm-hmm. yeah unfortunately yeah. they definitely talked about that and that's the other thing this looked like the carnival i think it was a manifest map uh the carnival in the background the ferris wheel it looks like that it looks a lot like the hazard zone trailer <clears throat> gameplay trailer with like the carnival and stuff and the low light and everything um but yeah you can kind of that's the best view of the map you get at the beginning you can kind of see an yeah. overview of it but i've always been frustrated with like being able to fall off maps or accidentally step into the fire and it killing you so i'm kind of torn on this i think actually getting hit by a car is kind of funny so i'm like i don't hate it oh yeah i'm curious where like the actual playable area is is going to be i know it described in the blog like the infield area but what what is what is the whole map going to look like and what's just going to be you know like right like is that racetrack going to be just outside where it's always in the back on or is it something we can get right up next to it yeah, can you get up on that wall and like right. pop over it yeah <laughs> like can i run across the track and fight on the oh, other yeah. side also it's like because then it's like if i need to cross you know i risk just getting destroyed by a car going 180 miles per hour so it, it adds another level of gameplay for sure yeah, I, I mean, you're going to be over there playing Frogger. I know it. You're just trying to get, like, do the cars across <laughs> oh, yeah. the street all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then uh, we also got the beta dates. But essentially uh, how it's going to break down is that uh, September 15th, uh, they said that it's going to be, like, all the information, like, more than you think. So she said multiplayer, I think campaign, and Warzone 2 for sure. And she said and more. So I'm hoping and more. We get to see like ground war bomb and we get to see um also dmz my brain dude i'm like trying to do like 50 things sorry i need yeah, i need dmz i need it i do too yeah real bad the other thing this like did to see ground ground war make a comeback 
I think it's supposed to. And that's kind of like what I was going to try to get to is like, since all the stuff we've seen officially so far was data mined from that mobile alpha, it gives the rest of that stuff a credibility. And that ground war and ground war bomb was in that. So it kind of makes Mm. all that other stuff true. And I think Ralph had the data, the, the beta dates correct also and i mean he mentioned a lot of stuff on top of that but it looked, his beta dates were basically pretty spot on it looks like too so well, yeah we're gonna it sounds like we're, we might even get ground war i'm sure we'll probably get ground war in the beta that's what they did um for 2019's beta is they started with for the beta it was like just your regular tdm i think and, and they introduced new modes and everything like that, and they said in the blog post you're gonna do the same thing so it'd be really cool i'm sure we'll get a little sneak peek of ground war it would be really nice if it was playable yeah i think they kind of do that right with most of the betas because i have it on the screen now they have like the first weekend and then they add more modes kind of for the second weekend gradually yeah. so maybe hopefully they'll Test add everything. that we yeah. got the we got the playstation <laughs> exclusivity thing again damn it so that's i'm, still not, in the I'm, thing. Not, I'm not complaining <laughs> yeah whatever but yeah so like the first weekend of course is still playstation microsoft the deal has not gone through yet they haven't taken the reins of it yet so they still still do the ps5 so i'm gonna have to just uh watch from a distance as everyone has fun uh the first weekend so console guys are like ha ha oh yeah i'm ready i'm all set (laughs) yeah they're all like pc master race now huh yeah (laughs) nope so yeah they get to play that don't care yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm a frame slut. It's been said. It's been. It's been you bad. are, and you and oh. you guys get the F of. F-O-B oh, that's what that means that now. Stuff. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah. we were. Yeah, I, I. I don't. I'm not even gonna ask what you thought it meant. So. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I last week like the frame of the camera. That's what I thought. Like you wanted oh. more of the frame. That's what I no. thought. But they are nice <laughs> frames. Um, <laughs> no, we, we were talking about something, and I'm like, I kind of like, I could prefer frames over like graphical fidelity for like multiplayer stuff. I I got addicted to like high frame rates and like low input. But I can't I can't sacrifice like someone brought up real quick this like battle bit, and I just I, as much as that game is probably a great game, and I played a little bit. I can't play it because of the Roblox looking models <laughs> and textures. Yeah. I just yeah, it's so yeah. weird. A lot of people are like that, and that's a valid. It's if you're if you're like a, a person that really likes immersion, that's going to be tough. Um, but yeah. I, I I think it's cool though. Um, they it's like a different way of looking at development, right? Like take down instead of pushing for realism, they kind of just push for um the, all the other things, like balance, gameplay, uh, mm-hmm. high frame rates, and it's interesting. So yeah, I'll definitely check it out. But yeah, I think that's pretty much it. The the thing's called COD Next. So the 15th, you'll see a lot of videos from the big creators. Again, we tried to get it trending on Twitter today. Hashtag invite buff. We got to get him in there. Infinity Ward. Come on. I didn't check my mail yet, so who knows? But it could be there. (laughs) I don't think so. It's like, it it could be there. Could be. Yeah, probably. Imagine next year. Next year. Um, So yeah, I think think that's pretty much it with COD. Are you... Are you uh, are you looking forward to it at all, Blue? Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, yeah. I just want to see what comes out of it. I mean, I like the campaign as well too. I'm curious about the story as well too. Um, but I just want to see what they bring to the table next. Especially again, we 
have been in this dry spell for first person shooters for such, oh, such a uh, I think the longest time I've ever seen in my entire like years of gaming. It's rough. Um it's been rough, especially I and mean, you know, I'm pretty sure kids playing Fortnite are having a good time, but you know. Yeah. Um right. we're we're struggling over here and it's I'm excited to see what they do with every game mode. I mean, I wasn't a big Battle Royale fan and I wasn't a big fan of Warzone, but I'm I'm curious to see uh, extraction game modes are the next battle royale yeah for sure definitely so, i mean really ex- I'm, i was i was excited for when hazard zone was announced and that wasn't at all what we expected so you know i'm hoping dmz is uh I'm, like I ha- i'm keeping my my what was it like ex- was it a hopes high expectations low or something like that maybe yep, yeah yep. there you go but even, you know even my hopes a bit low because i'm trying not to get my hopes <laughs> up you know yeah battlefield 2042 hurt those hurt yeah. those hopes pretty bad but that's another thing i mean sony even said it in when they were t- trying to refute uh the big microsoft deal that cod doesn't have a competitor and it's just looking more that's just coming out more and more and making itself more and more apparent that there is no triple a game that's gonna compete. i don't that i know of mm-hmm. um, not i can't think of anything and it's funny how people were like uh we're back to war through quick people were saying once Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 comes out, War 3 is done for. It's like, well, it's not even a competitor for Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare, it's, it, it's its own IP. It's its own game. Right. There's, people are going to play that game and play other games. It's 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 trying to compare Battlefield and Call of Duty, like back in those days when like, Battlefield mm-hmm. 3 was out. It's just, you can't, yeah, you know. different. And the thing about World War 3 is it's doing something that a lot of people can't. So I think whenever it releases, it'll still have a shot at being successful whenever they do get around and, to it. And it'll be free to play. Right. Yeah, you know, so yeah, I think it's gonna. Do I'm excited, right. I'm excited for Modern Warfare too. I'm excited for the the gunplay as well too. Yeah, uh, same. And I'm curious what the customization is gonna be like. I, you know, I've always World War World War Three does a great job. Um, I, th- I think the blacksmith blacksmith from Modern Warfare 2019 was pretty decent. It wasn't. I loved you know, it. Yeah, I mean that yeah. that literally carried my channel, and I and I always I I don't know if you ever played a Medal of Honor Warfighter back in the day like that. You know, oh, they, dude, uh, they ripped old, it. That, yeah. yeah, best game Love ever, man. Game. If only, if only, yeah, brought that back out the potential. Holy God, man. Yeah, I, I, I would like to see more realistic games like that come out, but I don't think we're gonna see that any anytime any anytime soon it, but it's funny because like crash and i crash i don't think you ever played it when we talked about it but i was like if if warfighter came out today and it was polished it would be one of the best fps's on the market i think so too yeah. i think so too <clears throat> i think even the uh metal honor 2010 those game, multiplayer yeah. modes were still pretty fun too and but the single it was... players were amazing too i love i actually love the single player uh yeah. campaign and of course as a as a vet i think it hit a little bit more closer to home but mm-hmm. like um what was it the uh again it was overshadowed by it because it was it was still running on the frostbite 2 frostbite engine i forgot which frostbite engine exactly was but Battlefield one 3 came out. yeah so yeah so Battlefield 3 came out and that game looked better still right in comparison to the 2010 so it kind of just got overshadowed in mm. in all honesty but it was like the whole revamp for metal of honor hopefully they'll try it again <laughs> that but will it, you know be, they, had the, they had that they had the vr metal of honor that's about the closest you know uh, thing we got man. to another metal of honor game yeah no one no one wants that <laughs> that's gonna be interesting i i hope they, they're trying to do a lot like they're trying to have something for everybody they're trying to have br crowd multiplayer crowd 
campaign, potentially Battlefield Proud with the ground war. Yeah, yeah it's just because yeah, when I played the Battlefield 2019 beta, um, I had a lot of fun in, in ground war, and then I was excited for it, and it just wasn't at all what I, it, I guess, what I expected. Maybe I don't know. Just it, it was repetitive for sure. There wasn't there wasn't that sandbox experience. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't you know those battlefield moments i guess in call of duty you know mm-hmm. i mean you had some moments but yeah and then warzone kind of just took over everything right exactly yep um yeah i think that covers what's up what's I, they said they're going to trickle out a little stuff but essentially the next big info drop is going to be september 15th so like five weeks from now so we'll be checking that out and talking about right. it here um unfortunately buff didn't get invited so we'll be behind the eight ball but yeah uh, <laughs> we're talking about it on here uh, so yeah, the next thing I wanted to talk about is everyone's favorite game that we've t- alluded to a little bit, Battlefield 2042, which Mm-mm. much to my surprise, um, in the earnings call. So I usually listen to the earnings calls and make videos cause there's like some tidbits <laughs> in there about what's going on. And I, and just for, so people don't have to listen to the whole damn thing. Cause it's incredibly boring. I saw um, that tweet by the way. And that was hilarious. Yeah, I actually missed this one. And then I went back to the earnings call transcript. I'm like, what did they say about Battlefield? So I pull up the transcript. I hit control F to search and I typed in Battlefield and it got zero hits. They never even said the word Battlefield one time (laughs) in the earnings call. So that kind of goes along with the last time they talked about how small it was because investors were, they were asking about it, asking about the low player numbers from big firms and stuff. And they talked about how Battlefield was like less than 10% of their income of their portfolio, which I was like floored by because they touted it beforehand as one of their main, main franchises, their main IPs with Apex Legends, like FIFA, the sports games, and then Battlefield mm-hmm. is like the main thing. And now they've Aren't completely they losing just... FIFA, right? Do what? Isn't EA losing FIFA? I think so. I think it's going somewhere else uh, pretty soon. I'm not sure when, but I, I did hear that as well. Um, but yeah... What I wanted to talk about with this was and a former EA employee who is a, a rendering engineer. So what his job was, was to essentially optimize the game, which has been one of my biggest problems with the game. And I honestly think that the problem with the engine and stuff, and this confirmed it, and like the mouse input trouble and the aim assist not working and all that stuff comes down to engine issues because uh, he was on a podcast called uh, The Draw Call. Um, so if you guys are interested, it's episode 20 of the draw call. It's a couple game developers. They had him on and he talked about pretty candidly, um, since he's, I guess, a former employee, uh, he talked about what happened, uh, behind the scenes and he worked for EA, not for dice or anything. So, uh, he, he wasn't there, uh, for any of the, like the design decisions. He wasn't there for like the, the building of the game. They called him in as to kind of help with optimization. They couldn't figure some stuff out. So I'll try to get I'll try to give you guys a rundown and then you can tell me tell me what you think. Um, so he said they called him in six months until release. They called him in May and said they can't figure X, Y, and Z out with the rendering. So we're six months out and they're struggling with figuring out how to make the game run. And he said there were a quote unquote ton of fires to be put out. Um, but one of the first things they asked him to do was when they added assets to the game, when they added vehicles to the game, the performance just absolutely tanked and he was supposed to figure out why. Well, what he said he did first was he took a bunch of tanks who were made by Criterion, 
who makes a Need for Speed franchise. He said the vehicles for this game were made by Criterion, and they were actually really well done, and they didn't take hardly any rendering budget at all. They didn't introduce much latency at all. But the actual icon above it, so he dropped, he rendered, he dropped the vehicles into a blank environment, and he said the tiny little glowing indicator took as much rendering power as the entire vehicle. So all these HUD elements was a lot of the reason for the performance issue. He said they were way over budget on HUD. I, being naive, I think that when he's talking about budget, he's talking about like the power and rendering budget of the engine, not like yeah, not money like an actual loss. like monetary budget. Yeah. yeah, not the money. But he said they were way over budget, like the HUD was taking way too much. And that's probably why in the pre-alpha footage, those icons were just little dots, like they made them just little dots. Um, then also, um, that's why we didn't have a scoreboard. That's why we didn't ha that you could pull up. That's why we didn't have like all this stuff because the HUD was already taking up too much power with this engine. And then he went on to talk about how um, the Frostbite engine was just ridiculously hard to work with, caused a bunch of issues. There's parts of it. He said like the rendering runtime part of it is actually really cool, uh, but how you edit stuff is incredibly complicated and just introduces a lot of bugs. Um, but essentially it was awesome. He said, um, in, I'm just trying to remember it with my boomer brain. Spew all this out, and then you guys can talk about it if you want to. <laughs> um, and then he said in the Slack channel for just rendering, this is not, he, he said they brought so many people on board to try to get this game out the door. It was insane. He said just in the Slack channel for rendering only and optimization, there was over 300 people just working on that. So you can imagine people working on all the other different aspects. I thought it was crazy. If you guys are interested in it, I definitely suggest wow. giving it a listen because he, he just... He talked about it and I, i'm always looking for ways to learn about what goes on behind the scenes and why things are the way they are and since i kind of built my channel on battlefield 2042 rip me um <laughs> um uh i've always been kind of wondering what the fuck happened and that it was really interesting mm -hmm. to hear about like all the issues and he talked about moving forward he wishes they would use um third-party engines like unreal or unity because they have full companies developed or companies that their objective is to make that a good experience for the user which would so they would work on the engine stuff ea dice would be like the ip providers and the artists and then let people other people handle the engine stuff and not Man, if they switched yeah. engines that would blow the gaming industry a, a new one for sure <laughs> yeah because yeah the interesting thing he was saying the interesting thing he was saying was they probably stuck with frostbite because switching engines all those assets and stuff would be really difficult as well and also it's kind of been one of their selling points and proprietary things but like yeah, we're in a new engine. engine yeah right but, forever. but when they when they started with it it was amazing it was great it was an advancement and we didn't he said they didn't have those like third-party companies that just worked on engines like the job like there's a business around Unreal that that's what they do. Same with Unity has a CEO mm -hmm. and a company that that's what they do is make yeah, that. Look, yeah, look at that. Look, yeah, look what people are doing with just the engines now. Imagine that it wasn't like that back in like 2010, 20, mm -hmm. you know, 2009 or something like that right. or whatever. Yeah, so. So that's something to keep our eye on maybe when they start talking about the next Call of Duty or excuse me, the next Battlefield is like what they're going to do with the engine because that really held them back. He said a ton of the bugs they were fighting were bugs that you just don't see with those uh third-party engine you know what's like this. what's crazy is you know with that engine the i think we've talked about it before like my 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 battlefield 2042 looks far worse than if you compare it to battlefield 5 and battle especially battlefield 1 like it looks so much worse mm -hmm. like I, I would take battlefield 1 graphics all day over any 2042 day. Yeah. and i i would even honestly i'd take i'd take 
Battlefield 4 and even Battlefield 3, how it runs on a high-end PC over 2042. Yeah. Yeah. The graphics aren't good. Um, the maps weren't finished. And then he also talked about how um, the animations... So every time something would happen, you had to put animation vectors on like every object in the scene. So he said like when you they would program in these storms and stuff, you'd have to like, none of it was automated. They had to like manually animate like the debris, the tree leaves blowing, like oh all God. that stuff. And it was just brutal. That's and then so much then, uh, stress yeah. on the engine, man. Yep. And then I was like, well, that makes sense because in the new exposure map, you know, the, the storms and the weather was like the, one of their big selling points. There's there's not any of that in the new map. And it's probably one of the best running maps so far. Yeah. yeah, and they didn't have time to do all that stuff for that map, that one DLC map. So it, it just, it enlightened <laughs> me. It's it's all kind of stuff we suspected, but like it was cool to hear it from the horse's mouth, you know? Con to like, be confirmed, yeah. And it, yeah. I wish they just made it official. You know what? If they just made an official statement instead of an ex-employee coming out and giving us the behind the scenes granted we've heard it we knew it was we knew this is what happened we didn't know specifics like this but i feel like they'd be saving themselves so much trouble if they just so much out. hate yeah for sure man like throwing the towel Again, guys it, we yeah. messed up if they just came out and just said that yeah i think another issue with that is communication right they, they doubled down on their mistakes you know and that's what yeah. people were like okay now we're upset <laughs> yeah. yeah and i wonder if that has to do with like their image to investors and stuff like they're saying they messed up it's like 100 percent, 100 they gotta keep the investors happy it's not that's the the thing about triple a titles now it's not it's it's it used to be about the consumer but there's so much money in it now it ha they have to be thinking about where their money's coming from so. like what did they say what was it april 2021 whatever whenever that whenever that first earnings call was of 2021 i think it was right and they said battlefield 2042 is the most were far ahead of schedule we're already in alpha you know they they touted that they were so far ahead of schedule and everything and like i i'm just thinking back what did the game actually look like at that point did they did they Dude, like start know. development yet or like because mm -hmm. oh man it's it's yes. rough man. so they that's needed, another they definitely thing. need to change something up that's another thing he said just before the alpha just before the tech test they got the character animations for like facial stuff and hands and things like that like Man. just right then is when they got that stuff to work that's so a I huge I just, that's yeah. a huge issue with the engine man they need they need to get away from they need to get away from frostbite because like, like we talked about bad, bad company two even bad company one frostbite was revolutionary into battlefield three even four i guess to some degree um but man, it's especially here. It's it's just highlighting how I think it's more of it's more trouble than it's worth. Obviously, if this is this is what your game looks like and, and everything we've dealt with, and that kind of makes sense. And I'm going to talk out of my ass a little bit here because it's what I'm good at. Uh, but I feel like <laughs> another issue is like you they hire all these new folks. There's a lot of turnover, just like there kind of is with any industry right now. And you hire all these students that graduated that are super talented, ready to go, ready to get stuff done, but they've probably been uh -huh. trained in Unity. They've probably been trained in like uh, Northlight or Unreal or some of those other engines yeah. because Frostbite's proprietary. So you don't get your hands on it until you start working. So like how far behind are they and to have to retrain? So, it's so crazy complicated is what the only thing I've I heard. Think, Never mm -hmm. have I heard it's an easy engine to learn. I just think I wonder if they made an open source if that would help out a lot of the issues too. Yeah. then you're, you're giving it to a lot of people just to 
like see okay there's there's this issue now you can have eyes from it's like it's like from the outside looking in instead of you know mm-hmm. have people help them out like that yeah. so i don't know that one yeah, I'm watching that video. Yeah. I'm watching that video on your stream, and it's just like uh, seeing Pack and and oh, the dude. Battle for Four characters come back. I was, uh, the potential, dude. I, I was I was like co-streaming this when this happened, and this and before the beta, I had like 500 concurrent viewers, and the hype was just like absolutely nuts. And it's just I don't yeah. know. It was so it cool. Was and then this looks nothing like the feel of the game. Like we were completely no. like yeah, cinematics are completely different from the field for sure. The, the firefight that they end up showing here in a little bit when he gets out on deck, I was like so hyped. I'm like, dude, it's the MCX spear, it's the M5. Like, oh, <laughs> look at this combat, looks amazing. Just, are people thinking like the so intro of him coming yeah. on the the ship would be like Hazard Zone, just yeah. super slow paced and Tarkov so level, bad. just and you yeah, and you get. You get like looking at this it's all like naval warfare and then we i remember seeing this with the satellites you're like oh this is what hazard zone's gonna be you're gonna have to drop in and this shows the down satellites and like oh we were just so amped and it's like the, this thing's <laughs> on a boat and there's not even a fucking boat in the game like <laughs> just in the menu yeah. yeah it was it was a boat it was a boat simulator for a lot <laughs> of menu yeah, yeah. But you could even go like you could even go on the boat. I remember in the technical test or the beta, it was kind of broken where you could break it and move around in the boat. There's like a shooting yeah. range and like a hideout and stuff that they just they never like had time to finish. It just screams that they were rushed uh, behind schedule. Uh, they had too much to do working from home. They weren't given enough time. They weren't mm-hmm. getting a, they weren't. And at the end of the day, they also weren't given a good direction. Right. and then that. now you got what certain uh ea devs coming out making their own um company i think i've heard recently yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah yeah we're actually that's it wow are you professional because that's it's perfect. like that's a perfect. great segue well, it's because like again i go back to war three it's like i know it's not the devs fault it's not the reason why you know or battlefield 2042 i know it's not the devs fault i'm pretty sure the devs love working on this game or want to make this game right but oh yeah the people higher up are saying hey hurry up you got this amount of time and you got people literally just you know having medical issues probably because of this game because they just couldn't oh, get yeah. to sleep and yeah you know think about what happened with uh the for uh the Fortnite devs you know and all those complaints it's, it's it's always the higher ups it's not about the consumer anymore it's about the investors and about yeah. it's all about money yeah they and you could tell when he was talking about it how much people cared how much he cared like how hard they were working oh i bet like they were just they were just give they were dealt a shitty hand and you could just tell that they busted their ass because he said within weeks he's like there were massive massive improvements and it still came out the way it was so by the time like he was called in to help like it was they were just up against the clock you know and they were put in that situation Mm -hmm. by like management having to get it out by the holiday season and uh be, but you could just tell like from the way he was talking about it that they were busting their ass on it they didn't want to put out a crappy game they, they just yeah. built a shitty hand and now, now they, they don't they you know they if you ever get asked what did you do you know i worked on a on a game what game was it uh i'd rather not say yeah, yeah. <laughs> wasn't battlefield 2042 that's <laughs> For damn sure. Yeah, be like talking to somebody at a bar. Yeah, at least it wasn't twenty forty two, right? And the devs like, <laughs> yeah, cheers. Yeah. Hell yeah, chug, chug your drink. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, what you were talking about the studio um with X Dice developers, we're going to talk about next in everyone's favorite segment. Did it not work? It didn't work. 
Oh, you want me to? Uh, you you have like it. There, there it is. is. There it is. I had a. Sorry, I, gonna, I had it. I was gonna do it myself for you, Crash. Just uh, you know, I can. If you need me to, just let me know. Maybe yeah. the next one I'll have you do because we'll I'm we'll curious do some what it's. If you need us to. You know. Curious what it sounds like. <laughs> I had a hang fire. I forgot to clean the thing. I don't let know. Just, let me get a. Let me get a uh, G fuel tub real quick and shoot it. <laughs> there you there go. You go. <laughs> it would probably sound like that. That thing. That thing. Uh, yeah, I need to clean that. It was a little bit of a hang fire, right? The, were they... that? the guy that shot his gun on stream yeah on that's pop yep. yeah yeah that's happened a couple saw, times hasn't that. it yeah <laughs> yeah but, I mean, that's why we... alcohol and alcohol and guns yeah that's why we can't have nice things guys come on love playing with loaded firearms while <laughs> drinking and streaming yeah drinking bud light yeah. perfect mix <laughs> um yeah so the next thing gosh start bud light what uh, so the next thing we're going to talk about is uh, that very studio that you were kind of hinting at, Embark Studios. Um, a lot of former DICE developers, high-end producers and stuff like that. They came out today and announced that this game that I'm showing on screen, Arc Raiders, is going to be delayed until 2023, which I find an odd tactic because we didn't know in the first place. They never announced a release date in the first place. So I, I don't know why you don't just say it's going to release in 2023. 2023. <laughs> yeah. They had to say it was delayed, but like we didn't even know in the first place what it was going to be coming out. But yeah, so I guess. Dude, I feel like this is history repeating itself. There were so many games back in the day of like, especially if you look at like Call of Duty, Medal of Honor back in the day, a lot of ex Medal of Honor devs went out and then made Call of Duty back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Vincent That's Pella. How now I feel like it's just history repeating itself. Yeah. Yep, it's Vince Sampella, then he moved on and they did Titanfall and Apex and now he's the battlefield. So yeah, people move on and do new stuff where they can get I'm guessing more creative freedom and get out from under those like bad management decisions. So hopefully like them delaying mm -hmm. it. I only saw it with the trailer and then they had there was some image that they tweeted on Twitter. Tweeted on Twitter. Jesus Christ, what else was tweeted on? I'm so <laughs> dumb. Um anyway, that they tweeted out that showed them playtesting it in the background and it looked like I mean, it looked like this. It looked really good. So I was expecting it to be released sooner rather than later, but they never said. So I guess, yeah. I'm sure, with that, I'm sure again. with that, though, it's like, you're first off, you you everyone's watching you because you're former dice, right? So it's like you have you have we're the we're the old dice. We have a reputation to uphold there. It's like back when Battlefield was releasing good games. So I'm sure back, they want back it when to it be was good. good. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm sure they're they're making sure that they do it right and don't make the same mistakes that a lot of other God, uh, companies sick. have done. Yeah, oh, it looks yeah, awesome. Dude. It's insane. Like the graphics are absolutely stupid, insane. It is a free to play third person kind of uh, looter shooter type thing. I guess the premise of it, I did a video on it and people were like gamped about it. Like, um, I guess the premise is like there's aliens that come in and try to attack and you kind of leave your base and you go out and fight them and then you can loot parts and stuff from their ship, craft them at your base. It's kind of like, it's PVE, but like co-op. And uh, it's got like a really cool, like 80s vibe, but like futuristic too. It, it's really neat. Oh, I see, that's, yeah. That's the other thing. It looks like the Atari logo. Yeah. Kind of. yeah. yeah like those does. old 80s, like, like VHS tape. Yep. That's it. But if you, okay. if you notice on that image, though, that we just saw, it was Xbox Series X, S, and PlayStation 5. There wasn't any next-gen or last-gen consoles on there. So maybe they're going to, this is going to be one of the first games. That's probably why it looks so good. Yeah. It might just be next, uh, last-gen only. Yeah. 
recent. Was it just console only, or do what? Was it was it PC as well too, or just console? Yeah, PC. It said Steam. Um, was that Steam too? Yep. So it looks really really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it could kind of fill that void of like Battlefront, like since it's kind of futuristic and third person, like the Battlefront three that's not coming anytime Dude. soon. That's the other thing. Had a good run at, at the end, man. Yeah, dude. Like what what you mentioned though, uh, with history repeating itself. I feel like this is kind of similar, because like Vince Stampella, they made Modern Warfare and all that stuff with Call of Duty, and then he mm-hmm. ventured off to make like a Titanfall, like a fantasy sci-fi game, and then all these developers worked on Battlefield like three and four and one, and then they went off to yeah. make a sci-fi shooter. So it's kind of interesting how they start <laughs> with the more grounded stuff and then to the so they'll do this and then come full circle and make a good battlefield for us eventually. Yep. The <laughs> other, I guess, field battle. Yeah. Call them battlefield zone. Field of battle. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. Embark Studios field of battle. Um, so the other thing that this probably <laughs> means is they're also developing a quote unquote like competitive first person shooter, like a multiplayer first person shooter too, which I'm admittedly more interested in. And oh, yeah. they haven't really talked about that hardly at all. I've just seen some screenshots of it. So that since this is delayed, this is the one that they're apparently going to release first. That one's probably also later. That might be like 2024 or something. But they're also working on a first-person shooter, which I'm looking forward to. But yeah, a lot of former Dice devs. It's delayed. I think that's pretty mm-hmm. much it. Excited Next. to play it eventually, right? I would like to try it, and it's free. It would play with friends. So I honestly seeing a trailer like that, I'm just gonna play it just to check out the graphics. Because oh, I mean, 100%. and they 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 talked about how they also uh, like animated, like you saw that big spider robot, except for the podcast. Um, you saw that uh, animated robot. They did it with AI. So like they they programmed it with AI, and then they they showed footage of it like learning how to walk and stuff, and stumbling over That's rocks. So cool. And then, like, yeah, That's it was so really cool. really. It's pretty cool. You can find that stuff on their website, like the Embark Studios website. You can see like a lot of those behind the scenes videos and the AI stuff is, is pretty crazy. I have to look that up for sure. So for the next quick shot, Apex Legends Season 14 is being released. All right, it's time for the next The other thing that I wanted to talk about was uh, uh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Uh, uh, Tencent is uh, in talks to become uh, Ubisoft's biggest shareholder, and I I don't really take a lot from this other than uh, like Tencent's taking over the world. They own like they just want to do their their next Disney for video games, just buying every single yeah, company that they can. Real. Yep. So this is just something to I guess keep an eye on, and it's going to change what you know Ubisoft's been doing probably. Um, if they do, it's all take NFTs, the man, and they they want the money. <laughs> yep. So this this is another reason that people are wanting World War Three to succeed, man. I think those those indie games are going to be like where it's at. I I'm hoping. Like, I I agree. I think with all these companies like coming together, getting together, um, with the Microsoft acquisition, uh, you have you know, uh, Bungie being purchased and like all that stuff going on with everybody merging together, making these big, massive behemoth companies for gaming. I think uh, what you said, Blue, it's you're going to start to see more crypto stuff. You're going to start to see more NFTs. They're going to try to make money that way. And I'm I'm just really rooting for the indie studios. 
so they can indie way for sure yeah. indies are the it, you know it's weird it's like indies are i feel like are indies will be the old triple a you know what i mean and then now AAA is just going to turn into this NFT microtransaction nonsense that everyone eventually wakes up to and just starts going back to indie. Because it's, it's just so much easier up. now to make games. Right. With access to these <clears throat> engines, you know, and just mm-hmm. Unreal Engine 5, especially the way that's running. Yeah. Just, yeah, I'm not a fan of NFTs coming into anything. I'm not a fan of NFTs in general, but, you know, to each their own. You're um, in the right place, however, then. <laughs> yeah, however, you know, these 18-year-old kids are making the money, that's good for them, but that's just not for me, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. Tencent, I think I can't trust them farther than I can throw them, and I can't even touch them. I mean, like, what what's the worst thing that they've done? I mean, they've worked on so many games that have just are dead in the water. Ring of Elysium, uh, a lot of mobile games. Aren't they kind just, of behind those mobile game clones like that Tarkov they, clone, dude, they like are, Arena Breakout? Call, the Tarkov, Call of Duty Online, uh, PUBG Mobile, they're they're behind all these these mobile games. And again, they're all about the money at the end of the day. So I can mm, see yeah. why they would start partnering up with Ubisoft because now Ubisoft is now going more, let's just get money instead of putting out good content, I feel like. so Yeah, that whole Quartz it, thing. Yeah. Definitely mm-hmm. doesn't give uh, any high hopes to the Ghost Recon fans. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I think uh, they need to they need to get rid of the Tom Clancy IP. Yeah. Just, he the man's so, in his grave just rolling over multiple times. Yeah, they need to get they need to sell it to someone that actually gives a gives a shit for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Cuz you look at old Rainbow Six or Tom, you know, Tom Clancy games and just completely different. Right. So. There's yeah, also a different I, time too, but uh give it to the Ready or Not devs. They did Yeah, right. They did pretty Dude. close. Yeah, that's a game I need to try. Um, yeah, because that I mean I feel like they're kind of stepping in as like the actual Tom Clancy. I don't know, their team looks a lot more Tom Clancy than Tom Clancy. Definitely more uh, old school. I like SWAT Four is a big uh, yeah game that they've uh, said that they took a lot of inspiration from. So and yep. people say yep. like the the SWAT games is like ready or not is like what SWAT is what it is now. So again, mods. Right. Exactly. The mods are amazing. It's right yeah. at that. And I completely did gloss over that when we did talk about I said I was going to mention that. The other thing that the EA uh, employee said was that uh, user-generated content is going to be the future, which is a great segue, I guess, for the last topic of the quick shots. Uh, we're going <laughs> to talk about uh, Halo Forge um, a little Oof. bit because uh. there's a lot here. Um and he said the so Frostbite much. engine was holding that back. Really, the only thing holding this back is just, like, get it done and release the dang thing. Because one of the biggest problems with Halo Infinite um, is the lack of content. And this is probably going to solve that right. in a big way. Dude, people who have already got their hands on Forge are just... The the things that they're making within yes. Forge is insane. I've been, I, I, I have yet to play Halo Infinite um, yet. But seeing how Forge is coming into it and the way it'll be implemented, I mean, it's almost as as uh, in depth as like at our, uh, as Arma, where if like you know the way they make their missions and scripting and stuff like that, it's yeah. just that what you're showing there looks awesome. Yeah, the they made the upside yeah, down dude, like, dude. Yeah, this guy, this guy, Infinite Forges, I think is his name on YouTube, and he streams. He made uh, uh, Keener to Dalton, Tolton, whatever he said, really? the first Call of Duty map. Yeah um zombies map just mm-hmm. uh he made it from scratch and like volumetric lighting is the thing 
Um, I've seen people make like different guns. Like they'll take a a gun, make it a black hole gun. You wow. know, like it, it, like it, somehow when they shoot it, it makes everything come in a circle, disappear, and then they shoot it again. It makes everything expand. Uh, another thing I saw was like um, breakable oh, walls. You know, like that's actually, amazing. like someone, like, a Spartan came up, hit, punched the door, and it flew off. Like that's not in the game. It feels like something that should have been in the game originally, but it's not. Right. And someone just put it in there. Just makes me wonder what's three four three been doing, <laughs> like if these people can use Forge and make all these insane maps so fast. It's like, where, where, what? Yeah, yeah within like seriously, like the streams are like three hours long, and they take like a uh, one map and completely revamp it over. It's insane, dude. That's that's. <laughs> I, I kind of want to catch some of his streams. This is his Twitter where he, he posts some. That's where I first saw this on Twitter. But yeah, this is I like, saw on a, Twitter first. Yeah, yeah. This is essentially like making it the upside down for strange things when i said whoa there's like bodies in the in the vines on the yeah, side I guess yeah he had, yeah dude he took like the corpses and stuff like that and That's like attached really them cool. to the walls and and like all those like tentacles are just wires with a different texture on it like Damn. just like <sighs> different ways to like cheat the system but again it just right dang so in a in an article uh by deserto i did see that this is that last we heard was it was going to be released. They haven't been like an official this date, but it was going to be by the end of September, by the end of next month. Wow. We... That'd be, that'd be pretty, that'd be good timing for sure. Right. Right mm-hmm. after the, the modern Warfare two beta, you get a little hype generated before that launch. Yeah. I'll see, see if I can find another one, but yeah, there's like screenshots of it. Um, I was going to try to, that's going to add so much replayability to the, to the game too. Cause you, there's endless possibilities you know anybody can go in and make that yeah, it's time to make what they want and it, it's never going to get old you can you can always make something new to do yeah, yeah. this is the one you were talking about what oh yeah that's so that looks so cool wow <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah dude it's insane the volumetric I, fog and stuff yeah, like that and that's just, nice oh. that's really nice it's gonna be really cool to see so i mean that's like that's like how I've, I mean, I played Halo when it released and stuff. It was free to play, and I thought it played really well. But it was just like hardly any content, just a few maps. And uh, mm-hmm. oh, we made it hey, that long. They, uh, uh, I got it. I got yeah, it. Man, we almost made it. <laughs> it took that. I mean, what? It's like what? Uh, over if you an click hour. hide him from channel, it bans him. Oh, um, okay. And then it gets all of them. Best adult dating site. There you go. <laughs> the band hammer's been dropped there we go. um so Thanks, yeah Sam, but anyway that was my that was one of my biggest beefs with halo i thought the game played well uh for what it was but it just wasn't much there and this completely solves that in a massive way yeah i'm not a go ahead Buck. go ahead no go no, ahead finish no i i had a question i can ask it after i was gonna say like i mean this this looks so cool could you imagine i mean we've already talked a lot about mods already but for battlefield portal right like imagine if portal was like like this and we could have actually done you know how much better up in 2042 be yeah if you could make stuff like this and do stuff stuff with weapons like mm-hmm. the possibilities are endless and i know i've i'm i'm in love with ismc mod but you like look at that and ismc i think with that new prison map that sandstorm did with their last update was a user a modded map submitted yep. map from the mod and you have all this content in ismc mod that you look at and it's like man if they just pull, like 
worked with these guys and ported it into the main title because like we don't have support for that on you know if i'm only playing on my on my console i don't there's no ismc mod there's no it's, yeah, it's no awesome mod. that it's coming for like halo so maybe this is something this is almost seems like the gateway to modding on consoles also which would be huge for gaming i mean i remember when uh mods came out to like fallout 4 on console right yeah and that was a big step too mm -hmm. how how does this work so that was my biggest problem with portal and it's kind of come to fruition um how do you get the content so it's like okay i've made a really cool map i want people to play it like how do you i don't know it? yet that's what i'm wondering i'm assuming it's like any other mod right you would it, it would all be out there and you would need to download the assets and everything and and install it on your end and and then go I'm from not there sure. right? hopefully, maybe hopefully it's something streamlined you know yeah. just download community maps or something like that you know right yeah because honestly honestly i've never i've never played any modded stuff before so i, I don't i don't even know how it works uh depends on the game so, like i don't think for ready or not it's you got to go into like the pack files drag one file into it and you got the mod um where like ismc uh you can just subscribe to it on mod.io um of course a lot of you know the steam games is, is great because of the whole workshop uh -huh. you just subscribe to it and boom you got a whole different game mode or something like that you know a different map so there's there's multiple ways to to mod games nowadays and then like on on console i know um again the only game that i've modded on console is fallout 4 and they had their section in the game where it was like a setting it was like mods so they i think they recently i don't know not recently but they it's not the same as it used to be but hmm. yeah i'll be interested to see it's, that it's, that, it's was my big, that was my big problem with portal i was like man you can make a super cool game mode that you're excited about but then you just kick the server live and like if you don't have 64 friends ready to go play together like it's not <laughs> nothing's exactly yeah I think that kind of holds that back a little bit. Uh, I don't know if they're going to add any freaking portal maps or not today. I can't believe they haven't added any portal maps. But <laughs> I can't. I can. <laughs> all right. All right. True, true. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that pretty much covered it, man. That was that was awesome. That was a lot of stuff. I don't know if you guys have time. We have ran a little bit longer than normal. Do you guys want to do a little chat Q&A if anybody's around? Or yeah, I can do it. I can around? do it, too. Yeah. All right, so yeah, guys, uh, if you want to um, drop in a couple of questions or discussion topics uh, for Blue Buff or myself or us as a whole, we'd love to hear from you. Um, thanks for being here, first of all. The chat's been awesome. I've been reading it the whole time. Um, again, follow Blue's channel. Link is in the description. Link is in the podcast notes. Um, this VOD will go up on the Scope channel as well as clips. So if you missed, if you missed like the World War III talk and stuff like that, that'll be a separate clip on the clip channel. Um, so, so check all that stuff out. Um, love to, love to, uh, have you over there as well. Eventually one day we want to move the show over to that channel where it'll be live, where it'll live, uh, where it'll be. So, um, as it grows, that's where, that's our, that's our goal, but thanks everyone for being here. And yeah, I guess striking has a question for you both. So what are my thoughts on the MCX Virtus and video games? So yeah, the Virtus, I mean, six hour MCX Virtus is, is a, awesome weapon in video games I, I really like it in tarkov and obviously in modern warfare man i did so many conversions for that thing so i, I like i'm excited to see what you can do with that in modern warfare too i mean i made so many conversions for that weapon it was ridiculous but i mean 
for those of you that obviously watch my stuff, uh, the Black Mamba LVAW low visibility assault weapon was my my favorite conversion. That thing, a lot of fun in in the game. So I love the Virtus, um, and you know the M the the uh, the spear the M5 is essentially just a a bigger Virtus. So. Uh, I think it's definitely it's good to see it implemented in more video games. We're seeing it in a lot more games uh, for the first per person market right now, which is is good. It seems to be kind of a mainstay going forward. And then we're getting the M5, and we we had it in Battlefield for whatever it was worth, and we're definitely going to have it in Modern Warfare 2, and that's going to be making its way in other games too. So that'll be good. Uh, yeah, Boston. Thanks. Boston asked um, about the, the the X dev for Battlefield. Yeah, um, I did a summary video, but essentially he just talked about their stuff that was wrong with the Frostbite engine and their lack of time and the crunch and everything they went through. So I have that video that summarizes it, and then there'll also be a summary probably on the on the scope channel from this show. Yeah, we talked about it quite a bit. What is but the it, it, it was what that guy? Mean? What's what? What does liberation mean? Talking about his question. I miss it. Yeah, podcast, like for the podcast team. team what are your feelings about these devs constantly making games an online thing like what do you mean oh yeah like what, what you... online thing multiplayer yeah can you uh elaborate on that uh lib what are your feelings as constantly making and make it like if, they're all multiplayer like, yeah instead of like having a single like battlefield no single player right maybe that's which is i think i think that kind of hurts your sales right Exclusive online modes. Ooh, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. It's all about the money. I think I think mm. it kind of is a longevity thing because, like, I can't and for for microtransactions because, like, you have Elden Ring, like a single player game that was amazing, massive success, spiked like crazy, but now it's almost dead, right? So right. I think the, the games that last traditionally are the are the multiplayer ones that you can sell microtransactions for. So I think that's why they do it. Um, as long as they're good, I don't I don't care much. I like the games like well, Battlefield you have campaigns and COD and stuff. <laughs> Both. Um, Lynch is one mod. He's a good friend of mine too. So <laughs> again, I can't believe someone thought I was shilling for World War Three. I mean, he's like, all you someone said all you World War Three shills are all the same. You guys defend the company regardless of what happens. It's like, well, yeah, because the devs are I'm the one defending. I'm not defending the the money, the money guys, whoever's on top, I'm defending, you know, the the devs, the guys I've talked to, you know. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you, especially in your position, you you talk to them, you know, I'm sure regularly. I, I forgot what the schedule was, like at least weekly or something at the time. So you you obviously know how dedicated they are to that game. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's what I found. Like learning about this stuff and kind of getting into like trying to read and learn about what goes on in the industry. It seems like the devs are always just busting their ass and. A lot of the stuff that goes wrong that we get mad about is outside of their control, um, yeah. and I think it's it's that way with World War Three. Something's going on bigger there um, where they're not able to, to talk about it. But I I haven't been called a Battlefield twenty forty two shill. <laughs> I just don't been, think they're they're allowed to talk about it. Been a little yeah, critical. I, I agree. I agree. They're they're waiting to drop whatever it is, is is getting ready. So. Yep. I think if they could talk about it, they would. I'm sure that's tough. Like if they are in a position that they where they can't talk about it and seeing all this stuff, I'm sure they're chomping at the bit to get some stuff out there. I would imagine. Right. Definitely. Uh Leo asked uh Buff and Crash 
Uh, have both of y'all used the G36 in Tarkov? If you did, what's y'all's opinion of it? Uh, it's pretty trash. Did you get it? I've used it, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I haven't even played it. It's just another 5.56 caliber weapon. Not a big, yeah, yeah the Ergo. seen the same guns. The Ergo's trash. Um, the, the recoil's not great. All the and, gameplay I've seen, the recoil looks horrible, which is kind of yeah. a shame because the G36, I mean, that's one of my all-time favorite weapons too. And I was really pumped when I saw it was coming, but then like day one, I watched guys getting, you know, getting their hands on and the base was just so mm -hmm. wild compared to- I got to, to use that when I was in Germany. With the, How's with it the... playing in real life? It's pretty smooth, isn't it? Really smooth. And it's yeah. just so cool that it's, uh, it's meant for both left and right-handed shooters as well yeah. too. Shout out. Everything, everything, uh, everything's the, the anime, charging yeah. handle on top. Yeah, yeah. even like I just like the idea of like the magazines that clip onto each other. Yeah, it's well really too. neat. So far ahead mm -hmm. of its time, also. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's serious. I mean, what, that, did that come from the the uh, that prototype, the XM8? Yeah, uh, well, the XM8 H was was based on the G36, but the G36 design came from the other HK part, parts of it came from the other HK prototype that they were that goofy X, it was something. One of those experimental ones that fire like the yeah. caseless projectiles, and they they like uh, took that okay. and repurposed it kind of, and did a lot with that. Got you. But the XMA oh. and the G thirty six are actually like the exact same weapon, just the internals. Uh, like an XMA is basically a G thirty six, just obviously exterior is different, but the internals are like the same, mm -hmm. just different sized parts. Uh, it's pretty interesting. Like watching Larry Vickers talked a lot about it in a lot of his videos, and he's you know it's basically mm -hmm. the same weapon, just different outside appearance i didn't even realize it was ambi that's cool i'm a left-handed shooter so that stuff yeah yeah and the then the uh i forgot where the shells eject I mean, it's been a while since i shot it i don't know if it's from the bottom Maybe? uh i think it goes left or, or right from the side. You, you, yeah it's from it's from the side um you can change it too right but yeah it's, it's yeah you can set you can it for left or right hand shooters yeah yeah mm. okay that's pretty cool and it's cool because yeah. i had it had it four times and then i read that on top as well too nice was it was that's... it the integrated optic or was integrated. it integrated optic? yeah optic. okay nice that's sick it's it's so. dog water in tarkov the five five six is is pretty trash ammo in that game like as far as pin and damage they buffed it a little bit so well uh, once i now, get like eight now it is but like so, a 95 so. used to just be destroying people it, that right. still that still does pretty darn good like oh, the m995 the 855a1 is okay um mm -hmm. i'll probably i'll probably try the g36 again when i can get that because right now i can only get 856a1 it's not quite as good a pin uh yeah. but the uh dude the the 995 still slaps but you can't buy it on the fleet you can't buy it from traders so it's just really limited like you can't oh it's it's only they made it only in raid really wow yeah you can find you might be able to uh. to craft it but i know you can't buy it on the fleet like a lot of those like uh m61 for the 308 you can't buy on the fleet a lot of those top tier ammos you can't buy on the fleet anymore so you have to craft them mm. or find them so that's how they kind of toned it down yeah stuff more sense. viable it's a it's a, mm. it's a lot harder to find but i'll, I'll try it again when i can get some good amp some better ammo for it i'll try it again um but yeah Guess that's probably it. I guess I glossed over the shield question, but no, no, I, he was messing around. Touched on it. You, you want me to ban him? <laughs> do it. Yes. I'll yeah, do dude, that's what you get, Glenn. Get him out of here. Yo, thanks, Lumberjack. Uh, yeah, Lumberjack is a uh, R.I.P. He's a Canadian. 
who likes guns. So, oof. Uh, <laughs> I'm. It's funny. I'm it's, like, I have an SK as well too. He's got an SKS, and it's like, of course, it's one of the only uh high caliber. Well, not high caliber, but you know, it's seven six two by thirty nine. You know, sure, it's ten rounds, but it's made out of wood, so it's not as scary. So. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Obviously. I'm not as like I'm not as like knowledgeable on like uh the military rifles and stuff as you guys. I was a shotgun guy. Um grew up competitive. I think the next one I want is a shotgun for sure. I grew up uh competitive shooting and shotguns and shot on a college team on scholarship in college, like for for trap ski sporting <laughs> plays and stuff. So like some of the rifle stuff is like kind of foreign to me. I just know the basic stuff and I still building a loading ammo. I really like Foreign bullets and load ammo. I said, yeah, the, seeing people test their own ram, uh, ammo. That we, I used to work at a gun shop as well too for a while, and there was only like a few selected people. We we let them shoot their own ammo on the range because we just didn't trust anyone else shooting reloads yeah. or their own. Yeah, right. Yep, you have to be really careful with what you're doing. I I really only shoot uh published loads like pre-tested like loads you can get recipes for and stuff for rifles mm -hmm. we have done a little bit of experimenting with uh with shotgun rounds but uh with for experimenting stuff you will like load stuff that we want to try for like mainly higher velocities and stuff and then you package them up and you send them to a lab and they test them for you and tell you if they're safe or not send you back a report like so they have to be tested in a lab before we'll, like Pretty cool. Yeah, K31. Yeah. So actually, speaking of it real quick, Men of Honor, did you ever play those games back then, Crash? I didn't, man. I, I this is another thing, like I'm kind of like outing myself. I got into gaming really late, dude. Like the yeah. first when I started playing games, like kind of seriously mm -hmm. was like advanced warfare, like not that long. Like when I was 27. Got you. So you never got you never played uh the the classics battle, you know, like the old when Modern Warfare came out first and, and stuff no, like I that. Sucked. I suck and I'm a fraud. <laughs> you missed a lot, dude. Holy crap. I know. I know. Everyone that's talks cool, about it. You can just go back and just play all those now. I yeah. mean, not probably not in the heyday for sure, but you can still kind of go back and play some of those. I did. I, I really I enjoyed Modern Warfare Remastered. Yeah. When Modern Warfare Remastered came out, I loved that. I was like, why aren't we doing this more? <laughs> you can well, go back. I think on PC, you could do like Metal Iron 2010 and Warfighter too, and it it looks like Warfighter especially looks really good on a, on a decent PC. Yeah, I replayed actually uh, both of those campaigns, and then I tried to get into a multiplayer match on Metal Iron 2010, and I got into a Russian server, killed a few guys, and then I got banned from the server. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know why. Maybe maybe high ping, or I was too good. One of the two. But for, for the quick second I did, I was like, man, they just do not make games like this anymore with this this gameplay loop that makes you want to come back. Yeah. You know? I, like, I, uh, I go back and play those campaigns every every couple of years. I go back and play 2010 and Warfighter, because they're... Mm -hmm. I think of all, all like, first-person military F games like that, like, the... 2010 and Warfighter are definitely my favorite campaigns. Even beat out yeah. any anything Call of Duty's put out. Same, I, I think so too. I think a lot of, uh, they get some hate too. I think a bit cheesy, but I think like the fact that it tied back into like the invasion of Afghanistan and stuff like that, and like right, getting set right. up there, and, and with, man, it was just again. It, I think it was too ahead of its time almost. It was. I think if it came out now, like you said, 
it would it would do a lot better. Yeah, especially now with this because because they were competing with all kinds of modern warfare games or modern mm-hmm. modern shooters back then. Now yeah, it's all yeah. futuristic or old school World War Two. So and there's nothing like main because I mean that was a triple A title. There's there's very little if anything. I mean there's there is nothing besides Call of Duty that's like a not even Call of Duty is as realistic and grounded as Medal of Honor was because like, especially Warfighter in 2010 mm-hmm. they they had tier one guys working on that. Larry Vickers did all of the, uh, he did a lot of stuff for, you know, how the optics should look and things like that when you're looking at the reticles and like, oh, yeah, like the glare, the glare yeah. screen on, on the, the, re- the aim point, stuff yeah. like that. Yep. You don't see games like that do that anymore. No, the attention to detail was ridiculous. That's like, like the, the, the realism, the immersion and the attention to detail. Like if that game came out today for consoles and PCs, number i like i swear to god the only game that would beat it is call of duty because call of duty is so established but medal of honor would be yeah right there. but i mean like so someone also said if they just copy modern warfare 2019's process and right just make yeah. it look better for 20 uh for the next modern warfare it mm-hmm. hopefully should do good I, I i assume i mean again looking at the the map leaks again multiplayer is completely different but right. like you look at the the, the clean didn't they say modern warfare 2 is basically just like bad to take clean house but make that the entire campaign. It's supposed to basically be like the Sicario movies, the Sicario movies. And so like, but yeah, like much more emphasis on like those clean house type situations for sure. Yeah. Cause like watching that, uh, the, the campaign reveal and seeing them, you know, go on to oil rig and stuff like that. Definitely (laughs) a lot slower paced. And Mm -hmm. I have, um, there's another YouTuber named Justin red. Who's like a former Marine. He's got a bunch of, vets that come together and they do something called vet stack and they watched that uh the the campaign and they were just mm-hmm. breaking it down even more so and i mean yeah it's it's call of duty at the end of the day it's got to be a bit more hollywood but yeah. i mean still a lot of a lot of detail and, there yeah everything mm-hmm, stack ups mm-hmm. things like that were, were pretty good the guy it, falling down the stairs was hilarious yeah, was really- i think it's pretty cool because it's like immersive enough to let you get into it but it's like call of duty accessible enough that you're not like sometimes those games games can be so complicated they remove you from the story because you're trying to figure out like what to do and stuff i felt like with that mm-hmm. call of duty campaign in those tactical situations that it was so intuitive and kind of accessible that you could really just kind of get into it. everything was kind of automatic though and it made you wanna it made you wanna play that way, right? Because like Clean House and then the other one was Wolf's Den, which was basically the Bin Laden raid, essentially. And yeah. Like, yeah. Most games are like uh, like you could I mean you could run through a lot of missions if you wanted to in a lot of games. Even in Modern Warfare 19, there were some missions where you could just run through, but like those type of missions, like you almost it forced Force you to you play to that slow like, down. Yeah, you yeah. had to stack up in order to move up the stairs. Yeah, but that was that was really fun. Like, holy yeah, if you crap. went too fast, the mission would end. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. really cool. Um, man named nobody asked. We're kind of on the subject. What do you think of Call of Duty next? We definitely talked about that um earlier in the show. It's just gonna be a massive info dump. It sounds like, and uh, we'll get a play. I need the- DMZ. I when need is that coming? D- DMZ. September fifteenth. Yeah. And I'm I'm going over to Buff's house to play the beta. Yeah, right. <laughs> On his PlayStation. I'm streaming the hell out of that. It's gonna be a busy weekend. Good God. I'm just yeah. I have to watch your stream and put a bunch of sad emojis in the chat. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. That's the only guys, game I, that's the only AAA title. But 
It is. Yeah. And the other one I was wondering about was like, there's still that Star Wars FPS that was talked about. See rumbling to that on Twitter. There's a Star Wars first person shooter that's um they've hired some producers and stuff like that. And they've talked Please Republic cool. Commando. Please Republic Commando. <laughs> I know it's be. not, but that that's man, see, like I don't that's another game that is it's it's it was like a tactical version of Star Wars, you know? You yeah. had an elite squad of commandos and you actually like they I remember watching behind the scenes for that game and they had like training of like how to clear rooms and breach areas and they took a lot of those and put them as animation. So like like Republic Commando was again, like you, you told a squad to breach this door, they would stack up on the door, breach it open, throw a grenade into it, and then go in, you know, and like weren't you I in that, that game supposed to be you were supposed to be Maybe, maybe it was, were you generic Republican Commando clones, or were you actually like Vader's elite? No, so you were like unit? you were like yeah, elite unit that had like yeah. it's. So you had like your own personality as well That's too. Cool. That's so you had sweet. like the the funny guy, the sniper serious dude. That's you sweet. had the the guy who's always into t- the tech, and then you as the character nice. was like the boss, you know, like the the standard clone. But and even that one had a great story to the point where it ended on a cliffhanger, and then they just never made a second one. Oh. They made they made like a book about it and that's it. But travesty. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that game. I feel like and it, it even had multiplayer as well too. You really? had your own commando. You customized them and you did PvP. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Don't make them like they used to. <laughs> no, not at all. But yeah, yeah, like uh, uh, Glanchin says, it's gonna be made by uh, Respawn, the new FPS shooter. Probably a good, probably a good. Move. That's probably better. Yep. <laughs> I would say it's a great move. Yeah. God, man. If only Timefall Two didn't come out at it, at when it did. Uh, oh, for real? I, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone's still wanting that number three. Apex is the future for respawn. Unfortunately, I was hoping for that too. Because <laughs> yeah, Titanfall. I mean, there's so many. Can- there's so many canceled titles too, when it comes to respawn. Yeah. Yep. A lot of Star Wars titles. Is- but, all right, yeah, guys. But anyway, yeah, I think that's it, dude. Two hours, holy crap! Sorry if I kept you too long. Uh, that was just a oh, lot of good, fun. That was a lot of fun. Uh, everybody, check out Blue's channel again. This fall will be on the Scope channel uh, podcast in the description. Blue's channel in the description. Buff's channel in the description. All the socials and all that stuff. Thank you guys so much for being here. Can't thank you enough. We will see you guys in about six point nine days, episode thirty one, uh, next Monday. I hope. Absolutely. Take care, guys. All right. You guys, peace out.